across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee. Differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Evening, dear listener. I'm Ian Lee. Who are you? Catherine Boyle. The Late Night Alternative, Monday to Friday, 10 o'clock on Talk Radio. I've moved the camera angle because I don't want you to see the scarring on the back of my head. The bandage is off. Um, so let's let's put that... Well, I'll be darned. Let's put that behind us and let's move on. A uh, 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 very... Very uh, full bladder is what I've got tonight. That's what I've got. I meant to have a wee and I didn't. I was, we were watching Love Island, and um, I, 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 basically, Love Island is—it's um, the meanest show in the world. It's mean, isn't it? It's, it's, so what's happened in Love Island tonight is, um, uh, so the—they've the, been on an island for a week, and some of them have fallen in love, and some of them haven't fallen in love. And then the some the men were sent to another hotel and then some other ladies were put in there. But then some other men were put in the first hotel. And it's uh, tricky because they'd fallen in love. But then they, some of them fell deeper in love with the new people and forgot how much they had been in love with the original people. And so they've been off, you know, gallivanting and having shenanigans. And then tonight they've all been put back together and before they meet up the girls have had to say do you want to stay with the new guy or or do you want the old guy to come back and the guys have been asked do you want to stay with the new girl or do you want to go back to the old girl and then they kind of walk out and see what the other one has decided and it's um it's just mean isn't it it's sad to see some people that are so in love you know, going the wrong there's way. A, there's a lot of... And they're, they're in love, man. And then there's one girl. Is it Danny Dyer's daughter? Yeah. Right. So there's one girl. She gets sent um, a, video, a short video message of the guy that she is in love with. And we, by pure coincidence, one of the new women in that guy's hotel is an ex-girlfriend of his. Who he used to love. He used to love um, every which way but loose. And um, so, so she, so Danny Dyer's daughter, Danny Dyer, that's her name, has um, is up, up terribly upset. People have complained to Ofcom about it. Here's an idea, people: get a life. You're the same people that complain about me. Um, what was not the last one? The one before? What was the last complaint someone made? Uh, but, but it's something factuous and and ridiculous. It wasn't true, was it? Well, no, none of it's it true. Was. Um, so, so people complaining to Ofcom about um, Danny Dyer's daughter, Danny Dyer, seeing a clip of a guy with his ex Anyway, so she thought that he was going to be in love with his ex-girlfriend again. And so she went absolutely mental. And I was thinking if I was Danny Dyer's daughter's Danny Dyer's... If I was Danny Dyer's daughter, Danny Dyer's... Um, boyfriend on the island and I saw that footage of Danny Dyer's daughter Danny Dyer going mental I would dump Danny Dyer's daughter no, Danny Dyer it, that wasn't Danny Dyer's daughter Danny oh. Dyer that's another girl who looks a lot like Danny Dyer's daughter Danny Dyer who's hanging round with Danny Dyer's daughter who's also in love we all laughed and applauded um, Danny Dyer when he called David Cameron a twat on um, twice. twice on on the television and complained about Brexit until we found out Danny Dyer 
voted Brexit. So Yeah, but now he's furious about it. <laughs> well, Danny Dyer, you're the twat. <laughs> In that case, this is what you voted for. I've met Danny once. He was um, a very, very nice gentleman. Um, so, tonight's show... Oh, and, and we've downloaded the Love Island app. Oh, yeah. So we're going to play... There's a Love Island game you can play on the app. Um, I think um, I'm going to have to take my shirt off and Catherine is going to have to pull her pants up her bum. Right up. Um, but, um, so we'll be playing that later on. If I'm honest, it's a re- been a hot day. I don't know if you've noticed. I got very little sleep last night. Not because of the heat, because of anxiety. And, um, so I'm a bit tired, a bit out of it. I've not really got a lot for the show tonight, but we'll see where we, we'll see where we go. Let's go to Alan Caddick. Hiya, Mark. Hello, Alan. I've been watching back over Friday's show. Oh, yeah? And the amount of views it's had over the weekend is unbelievable. How many has it had? Thousands. Were well, they all you? Ha- no. Because oh. I've been putting the word out on Twitter. Ha- well, how, let, hang on a minute. How, how many has it actually had? Let me have a little look. Um, how do I do this? YouTube.com slash Ian Lee, guys, if you want to... Well, it's had 420. That's a good start. Well, it's not thousands, is it? Put this well, for the next case. Bad, lying about lying. listening figures. Uh, also, I've got to take you down memory lane, Ian. Oh, I love memory lane. Do you remember Andrea from the United States of Liverpool? No. She used to call in uh, the other place. Um, I don't really remember. I don't really remember, and that's not she in was any from way. America. She was from America. Um, I'm going to say yes, just to shorten this conversation. She's my girlfriend. That's a shocker. Yeah, I bet it's a shocker for her as well, if she's listening. Well, we've been video calling the past fortnight. Right. And we're very much in love. Oh. And you don't need Love Island for that. No, you don't. But what if she go- gets sent to another hotel and there are other um, regular callers there and she falls in love with one of those? Uh, we'll have to take How do you know? Because she... Mm, I was going to say something mean but true, but I'm going to come back from that. How do you know that she's your girlfriend? Because I, I, I um, was on the phone. I was on the phone to um, DC Thompson, the publishing house, at the weekend to order the Dandy and the Beano summer specials for my boys, and I had a lovely chat with them. I'm going computer. Can I make you a cup of tea for the time? I'm on time in seconds. Dad said he's coming down. I'm going. I'm here, there, and everywhere. Mm. Anyway, I'm not going out with the woman from DC Thompson. Uh, I mean, I must say, Judge Ball would need a warning. Okay. Thanks for calling, Alan. I've, I've really. I, I don't want to pry any more into your family um, breakdown. Is, 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 are your family upset because you're, you're going out with Andrea? I vaguely remember an American lady who lived in, in Britain. I don't really remember callers. I don't remember, you know, what we did on the show last week, which is, oh, which is why we created the logbook. Yes, I wonder how that's going. Well, Eben has the logbook. Mm. He posted a picture of the logbook. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll let him have it for a few days and then we'll send it on to the next person. Um, let's go to, uh, hello, line one. 
Good day, this is Wally Dingo with your Aussie Rules Roundup. Yes. In weekend action, it was St Kilda over Melbourne by two, Essendon over North, Lions over Fremantle, Giants over Hawthorne, Collingwood over the Suns, the Crows over West Coast, and the Bulldogs over the Cats. I'll see you next week. Till then, check out the clinic, an Aussie film classic on YouTube with Chris Hayward and Mark Little. Just what the doctor ordered. See you next week. Thank you. I, I won't be watching that because Mark Little blocked me on Twitter. And I'd met Mark. Mark Little played... Joe Mangle, your big galah. Um, okay. And I'd met uh, Mark Little. And we'd got on really well, I thought. And then I uh, uh, checked his Twitter feed about a year ago. He's blocked me. How He's strange. gone and blocked me. If you've just tuned in, this is as good as the show gets. Trust me, it's better than the crap I was listening to at three o'clock this morning. It wasn't Martin Kellner. It was another radio station. Um, trying to get to sleep. Awful, awful, awful. Um, but it, it's only it's only marginally better than that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Can we? There was a story that I, I I thought was wonderful. It was not a story I'd been following, but um, I, I kind of saw it on Twitter earlier on today, and we'll talk about Twitter a bit later on because I'm I'm making progress there. Um, and it was mentioned in our news at ten o'clock about these these kids, this football team. That was lost. We'll go to the BBC website. Thailand cave rescue. Boys found alive after nine days. All 12 boys. This is a brilliant story. Right? And there's some really nasty stories we could do tonight. And I just don't fancy. I fancy doing like good stuff, fun, up- upbeat stuff. All 12 boys and their football coach have been found alive after nine days missing in caves in Thailand. Imagine that's one of your kids. Because our kids are starting... Well, your kid went to France. Yeah. Our kids are starting to go on more adventurous um, uh, 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 trips. They were discovered by two British divers on a ledge in a cavern... ...after a marathon search operation in the Tam Luang Caves in Chiang Rai. The challenge now will be to... So it's not over. The challenge now will be to extract the party safely with rising water and um, uh, mud impending access. Uh, rescuers had hoped they would find safety on a ledge in an underground chamber nicknamed Pattaya Beach, but they were found 400 metres away, having moved to higher ground to avoid the rising water. The two British rescuers, uh, believed to be Rick Stanton and John Valenthon. Can we try and get them on the show at some point this week or next week? I'm sure they're going to be very, very busy. But um, Rick Stanton and John Valenthon were flown into Thailand earlier this week. In a video posted on Facebook by Thai Navy, Navy SEAL Special Forces, uh, well, this, this is the video. This is the video of them finding them. Let's see. I've not seen this. Let's see how this plays. Hello, thank, thank you. you. How, how many of you? Thirteen. Yeah, Brilliant. Backpack is going to die. No, not today. Not today. Two of us. You have to die. We are coming. It's okay. Many people are coming. Many, many people. We are the first. Many people come. Ah, oh, they're doing that brilliant thing that we do as English people, British people, is we miss out important words in sentences because many, many people come. I love uh, that. It, I, I, you, you can't really hear from that what's going on, but there's these kids just just sat in the darkness on a ledge, nine days, 
Um, how many of you the rescue asked? 13 comes the reply. The group appeared to ask when they will be rescuers, rescued, and one of the rescuers replies, not today, not today. Um, one of the boys is heard to say, eat, 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 tell them we are all hungry. Um, when the group whose voices are indistinct ask what day it is, the divers pause, then one replies, Monday, Monday, you've been here 10 days. Um, <laughs> this is brilliant. Oh, this is brilliant. The divers explain they have to leave, but we'll be back. Thank you so much, says one of the huddled group. Where you come from? England. Oh, see you tomorrow. <laughs> Isn't that great? The boys. Oh, God. The age between 11 and 16. They're babies and they've been lost in this cave. And. Um, uh, oh, God. Um, so who are, the, who are the boys? The 12 boys are members of the Mupa football team. Their 25-year-old assistant coach is known to have occasionally taken them out on day trips, including a trip to the same cave. The youngest member, Channin, I'm not even going to try that name, is 11. Uh, 13, uh, 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 Duang Pet is the 13 is the team captain and said to be motivator of the group. Um, I believe they won't abandon each other, says the club head coach. They are all safe, but the mission is not completed. Chiang Rai governor um, told a press conference at the command centre at the cave entrance. Ah, oh, man alive. Ah, oh, isn't that just the greatest story? Do you remember? Well, we, we can do it. I don't think this is in bad taste at all. Your stories are being trapped underground, if you ever have been. If you've ever been... Um, uh, and that can be in a basement. That can be falling down a drain. That can be um, caving. Do you remember the um, the Chilean miners? The Chilean miners. And I stayed up and watched the first six of them being rescued on Sky News. And one of them was a player. Oh, remember? his wife and his and mistress his were there. both standing Whoa, there at the top. Dirty boy. Dirty boy. I bet he was wishing he'd left him down there. They were down there for ages, ages and ages. And then they came out. Do you they dug a, like a, a, they drilled a hole straight down and they built this sort of, like a rocket that would be lowered down this hole and then they would come out one at a time. Oh, it was incredible. We can do that. You may have absolutely nothing or you may have no, loads of... But being trapped, being trapped, we'll leave it as vague as that. Ever been trapped? If it's underground, overground, Wombling 3, 0344 Uh The call is free, probably costs you pennies at the most. You'll speak to Sam. He will take your name and number and give you a call back. Don't forget that, you know, I'm going to sit here and throw this stuff out. But you can call in about absolutely anything you want. It could be a story in the paper. It could be something that happened to you. You can phone up and make silly noises. We really don't care. It's Monday. Everybody is way too hot, man. This this heat thing, I'm going to be the one that calls it. it can we stop this now? It is awful. It is awful. Um, and it's just, it's a hot, sweaty Monday. No one's really been able to think properly. No one's been able to work properly. No one's been able to do anything properly. So let's just get through tonight. We've got to get through the next two hours and 45 minutes. That is it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The Late Night Alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Can we celebrate another bit of good news? Remember there was that um that guy in France dubbed the Spider Man who saw a kiddie dangling from like the third or fourth balcony from a block of flats. It's incredible. If you, go and Google it, man. It's incredible. And um 
he just climbed up. He just climbed up and he did it in about 25 seconds. He's, he's a he's a parkour expert, 22 year old lad, I think he is. And um, he just climbed up there and rescued this kid. And he was he was an immigrant. And um, that day, this is this is you know France does a lot of things wrong, but they do things right. That day. Um, they made him a French citizen and they offered him a job with the fire service. He started in the fire service today. Isn't that incredible? This is from The Independent. A hero dubbed Spider-Man after scaling a Paris apartment block to rescue a child dangling from a fourth floor balcony has started work with the city's fire brigade. Mamoudou Gassama made headlines around the world by clambering up the front of the building to pull the helpless four-year-old to safety. And I'm, I'm editing the words here, Independent, because you've put some extra words in you don't need. The Malian, Malian, mm-hmm. Malian, yes. Mali. Yes. Migrants' extraordinary feat, uh, feat earned him French citizenship and a job as a firefighter, which he began on Sunday. The Paris Fire Brigade tweeted a picture of Mr. Gassama lined up with 23 other new recruits in their uniform. The post said 24 new civic service volunteers, including Mamoudou Gassama, who joined the Paris Fire Brigade this afternoon. Congratulations to all of them. At the time of the rescue, the 22-year-old, kidding me, had been working for cash in hand on building sites in the French capital while living in a hostel room shared with several other men. He had left his hometown in southwestern Mali as a teenager in 2013. She was like 16, 17. Travelling across the Sahara Desert and through Burkina Faso, Niger and Libya to reach Europe. Following his death-defying feat, Mr. Gassimer was invited to meet Emmanuel Macron, the French president, made him an honorary citizen. Um, uh, uh, it's good, though, isn't it? It's great. What a lovely story that, um, you know, nice things happen in the world sometimes. And there's so many crappy stories in the paper today. I mean, really mean, nasty stories about, you know, kids dying and stuff. Let's, let's focus on um, let's focus on the celebration, shall we? 03-44-499-1000 is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. I've got my brain as... Is is melted mm-hmm. today? I think, Catherine. I'm running on sort of about forty yeah. percent as well. It's just too warm, isn't it? It's 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 too warm. And I had a nice-ish day. I got well, I couldn't sleep, but then I got up late and um went and I had to pick the boys up from school. So I went I went and bought a, 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 a picnic hamper and a, a blanket to put on the floor and I went and bought a picnic and after school I picked them up and we went to the the playground just over the road from their school and I laid out the picnic and they played like idiots and every sort of 10-15 minutes they come rushing over go round one picking up a (laughs) a sausage roll or some sushi or a bag of crisps and then go diving off into the playground again and it was great and one of the things that made it great is um I didn't have Twitter or Facebook on my phone. I, th- th- this is the thing. I wrote a blog about this, right? And if you want to read it, if you go to ianlee.com and if you um, uh, look at the blogs, I've, I've, I've updated the website slightly. Everything was going into the news column uh, and I've, I've created a blog thing. Um, and it's where I write about the mental health and all of that kind of stuff. But So I've, I've, I've written about Twitter. And uh, 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 on Friday, I asked Catherine... After reading Matt Haig's book, 
uh, notes on a nervous planet and he's coming in soon to talk about it where it talks about you know addiction to the internet and social media and wanting approval from everyone else and and how it makes you more anxious yeah how it makes you more anxious so i said to Catherine, let's try this weekend can you um block twitter and facebook from my phone and also do it so i can't download any new apps so i've deleted the apps and i can't download any new apps without this four digit passcode which i don't know Catherine knows and um she did it and I, I i i found it really tough actually i found it tough this weekend what do you mean you, you felt i felt very twitchy edgy. felt very on edge i felt a little bit ratty when i saw the kids i was a little bit ratty and um the only way i could access twitter was on my laptop and i didn't take my laptop out with me yesterday yes yesterday or saturday so i was out with just my phone uh, um, and when I got back home last night and Saturday night, boy, oh boy, I came Twitter and I went on there. and I didn't tweet anything, but I was looking at it and refreshing it and refreshing it. And I would wake up in the night and open my lappy and do it. So there's there's something going on there. It's definitely an addictive thing. And. Um, but it's been all right. It's been it, it has uh, there's there's a physical reaction to not having. To, I keep going for my phone, but there's nothing I want to do on my phone. OK, unless there's an email there. Uh, there's nothing I want to do on my phone. So I've been more present. So, I mean, I wrote this blog, which is, I don't know, 750 words. So I wrote 750,000 words. Mm-hmm. First things, first morning of not having it. So I'm going to write something. Um, I, I, I was able to do this picnic with the kids and just sit there. And I was reading a book. And every time they called me to watch them, I was able to put the book down and look over at them, which, of course, I couldn't do the other day when my son was asking me to watch him climb a wall. I couldn't. I was looking at my phone, arguing with an arsehole, arguing with a bloke who I was considering to be an arsehole, but, you know, he's a human being struggling as we all are. And I couldn't look at him. And today I was able to look at them. And um, and then when they said, come and play with us, I was able to go, let me tidy this up and I'll be over. And I cleared up the rubbish and I went and played tag with them. Because you didn't feel like you're constantly in the middle of something. There's none of that. Uh, the only thing, um, and and yesterday I was I was at their house, and set up because um, my sister used to do this. I'd forgotten this. My sister used to be great at um, setting up obstacle courses. We play it's a knockout, and she would set up these really intricate obstacle courses in the back garden when I was a kid. I thought I'm going to do that with the boys, and I was able to do it. And there was a little bit of arguing because one of them was cheating and not in the fun kind of cheating way, but I did it. And at no point was I going to... And this may... You know, your, dear listener, your interaction with Twitter and social media and Facebook, is, it may be completely different to mine. It may be worse. It may be less. You may be listening going, what are you talking about? But this is my story, my truth. And um, I was able to just enjoy that. I was present for the whole experience that I was there. I was present for the whole time I was there. And um, and I went to the cinema yesterday to see Hereditary. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, what a, what a bleak film that is. Jeez. Wow, that's dark. And when the film finished, there was no rush for me to turn on my phone and check Twitter and Facebook. It was great. So I came in. So it's going to be for a weekend. Uh, the, it's being extended indefinitely because I, I think my I, my life can only benefit from not having Twitter and Facebook on my phone. And I've asked you to block two more websites, two forums to radio forums where I go and, you know, they're funny, but they're mean. One is mean about me. One is mean about a guy who's down on his luck, right? And the forum is Digital Spy, which is mean about me. Um, And Talk Forum, which is mean about 
a lot of people. A lot of people. <laughs> I mean, but I don't look at the thing there. But I go there to watch another man's continued um, sink towards a rock bottom. That's not very spiritual. That's not. That's not. And I do it to make me feel better about myself, Mm -hmm. I guess. I guess I do it because this person has been thoroughly unpleasant to me. So I think it's some kind of justice. But actually, it's none of my business. And it's not keeping your side of the street clean. No, no. And it's funny. And and the people there are funny, but it's mean. And I, I don't want. By going there and reading it, I'm I'm part of the bullying. I'm part of the bullying of this guy. And this guy's been thoroughly obnoxious to me. And, and um, you know, uh, but there is no reason for me to go there and look at that. And Digital Spy, there's some really, really nice people on there that love the show. It, it tra- attracts extremes. People that really, really love the show. And thank you, Ollie, and all the people that stick up for the show. And there are people that really, really hate the show. Correction, there are people that really, really hate me really hate me and go for me and um it doesn't make me feel better i only feel worse when i come away from those two sites or feel better for the wrong reasons and so in the bit this is what happens you go on there looking for i mean secretly you want to go on there and and feel better about yourself so you go on digital spy and you're hoping they're going to say nice things and most people might but then one person says something that isn't, oh, and that's the thing you take away. I say I would say it's about 50-50. 60-40 right. in my favour on Digital Spy. I don't even go there. I yeah, and I don't there. need to. I don't need to. So those sites are now blocked from my phone. I'm sure I could probably find a workaround if I tried, but I don't want to at the moment. And just knowing... So, I mean, all I was doing this weekend on my phone was, was emailing people. Oh, and this is the thing. I had to email a couple of people to do a couple of website things for me one for my website and one for my record labels website and normally i would write and i've sent a couple of other emails out i emailed him to, uh, uh, today because because i gave gave a few quid towards their podcast and um normally it's just a quick hi can you do this for me thanks Doom. and instead i sat down and i i wrote emails as though i were writing letters hey guy uh, uh, hey man i'll give his name how you doing how are you finding the heat? I'm, you know, conversational. I'm really struggling with it. I'm pissed off with it. It can end now. You know, conversational, conversational. Listen, if you've got time, I, I'd really like this done to this website. Um, let me know if there's any problems. And, and uh, so it's, 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 it was a conversational thing. And the people did what I asked them to do. And they wrote back conversational emails instead of this kind of five word. Can you do this? Tar. <laughs> thing you know and 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 that's how a lot of us not again i'm only talking for me that's how a lot of us kind of communicate with with, with, you know with emails are like texts Mm -hmm. now and so i've been trying to communicate better um i've looked into blocking twitter and facebook on my phone i've got twitter open now for the show and i've tweeted that the show is on and part of me felt like i was um uh, betraying myself on your phone on the computer i was gonna say sorry on the computer and part of me feels like I've betrayed myself. So, I, you know, in the 12-step programs, we, t- we talk about complete abstinence. That actually sounds all right. I need to work out how much of a marketing tool it is for the show. Will will I lose a significant amount of listeners if I don't tweet stuff is the thing, because this is a business that is generated in, by numbers, and I actually feel quite insecure in my job at the moment. And again, that's coming from me. So um, if you want to read 
bit more about why I did it. Uh, if you go to ianlee.com and go to blogs, and it's it's the latest blog. If you want to get Matt Haig's book, Notes on the Nervous Planet, it's not out yet, but you can pre-order it. Big Green Bookshop or, or Amazon or any of the usual places. And um, I, I do seriously think that, I said this the other day, that in five years' time we'll have 12-step groups for Twitter addiction and, and smartphone addiction. And part of me was thinking, well, maybe I start a group for people that want a little bit of freedom from that technology in there. So, so my phone now is emails. I've not been getting too many emails. Phone calls, WhatsApp and texts. Oh, and entering the codes in the sweet stake, which is the, you get these codes in Twix's wrappers, entering those for my kids. <laughs> right. Because my little boy got a Twix. He went, Daddy, I can win £10,000. I went, well, yeah, no. I can win ten. I said, yeah, right, no. Can I, I can win. I said, all right, fine. So you get these codes inside the wrapper and you type it in and it's it basically, my, my eldest son has got one. If someone scores a hat trick on July the 9th, you win £20. And my other son has had two and they're both, if someone gets a red card, you win a free Twix. I had this whole conversation with my kids about um, how, you know, these things, it, this particular one was in the Beano. Yeah. These competitions, well, you know, you can enter them. It's very, very yeah, unlikely yeah. you're going to win. It's kind of pointless. But tell you what, we'll do it just to prove yeah. a point. She won. Shut the front door. Mm, she won a massive blow-up minion. Oh, don't tell my boys that, because they enter all the competitions <laughs> in the Beano. They've sent their pictures in to be featured in um, yeah. Beano or BES or whatever it's called. And there's... Oh, man. And that was supposed to be the learning experience where we go, oh, well, never mind. <laughs> yeah, next thing, massive box. Um, Paul, Greg, Mark, George, stay there. Um, 0344-499-1000. The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 03444991000. Let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. Hello, Ian and Kath. How are you doing? I'm fine. Kath has uh, nipped out to get her phone because we're going to play the Love Island phone app in a minute. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Firstly, just wanted to say just how, how, how great it's sounding, how relaxed you're sounding, and uh, oh. and that your idea is really working by the look of things, and it's just it's just really lovely to sort of see, and I think we can all kind of learn something from what you're doing. The experiment seems to be uh, interesting. You know, I'm just sort of watching in on what you're doing and thinking, yeah, you know, well, just something Go on. From, from my own experience, really, sort of, uh, that helped me was, I was really quite a sarcastic person, and I got really depressed. I think I've spoke about it with you before. Yeah. And uh, Kath's back, by the way, Paul. So if you, if you, okay. you, you she, she is listening. So if there's anything you don't want to say in front of Kath, <laughs> then I'll ask her to leave again. <laughs> right. uh, but just really that, that I, it's, I was kind of quite a sarcastic person. I try not to be. Were you? Really, really difficult to sort of <laughs> do. But I find it um, really kind of you know as time's gone by, I, I try and find like you know you've got the monkeys things, yeah. you've got the things you love. And I post things like that. I post things that make me happy. Mm. Um, and I try not to get into debates with, with uh, people. I posted when, when the Chuck Berry album came out, because I was a big Chuck Berry fan. Yeah. And I was really chuffed. I was really pleased. And I got this really arsy guy on the, oh, it's not, it's no good, blah, blah, blah. So I just said, look, you know, if that's your opinion, that's fine. But I kind of blocked him. Yeah. And I think, I think it's something you, you kind of, you get to a point where you think, you know, that's your opinion. But I don't, I kind of, if he was in my living room, Really need, he's not my friend. I don't know no. this person. I don't need you around me. And frankly, you're bringing me down. Uh, the only thing, the only thing I would say that gets me down a little bit at go times on. is, is my brother's a writer. Yeah. So some, someone starts having a go at my brother. Uh, I find that really tortuous, you know, really, uh, or even yourself or people well, like that. Well, people have think, people have a pop at your uh, your brother online. 
Well, yeah, you know, because he, he's sort of he's, he's like a politics writer and things. Right. So, so, so if he, he kind of, uh, you know, if somebody says something like that, that still kind of upsets me a little bit. Yeah. Um, or even like yourself, you know, we're thinking, you know, flipping heck, you know, you post something quite, uh, you know, kind of fun. I, I, I enjoy the show. I watch it a lot, and and I just think, oh, goodness sake, you know, it's sort of. Give the guy a break because sometimes he just it just sort of seems to snowball. It's, and, it's and funny. It's... I know my sister gets very upset when people post mean stuff um, about me. You know, and 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 it is that thing for for siblings if they if they have their heads slightly above the parapet like your brother yeah. does. I mean, particularly writing about politics. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Then, then then people feel free to say anything you know i've written blogs about mental health and i've had people tweet well why don't you go and kill yourself I know. yeah yeah why yeah. would you well, why? i mean yeah. and that doesn't bother me luckily enough that doesn't bother me because that so... sort of stuff does not come from a happy person no. does it so... why would you no, write that no. it, it just seems to me that like you know it, it, like listening to what you're saying in the experiment you've done with twitter this weekend thing you've done with you yeah. know facebook it's just i think it's, there's something that, that there's people in, in, with, with your profile people like yourself I think it's something that everybody can learn from that. And I like these experiments because it's kind of like, actually, yeah, maybe I could do that. Because I've done that with the kids. I mean, I certainly remember when I was more sarcastic. And I remember being at work and I was, I was a CBT therapist. And, and, and I remember uh, arguing with someone over some nebulous point about something or other and just barking at my kids saying, just wait a minute. You yeah, know? And, yeah, it's that. And it's, just, it's just like, you know, and now really what I do is if, if I post anything, I'll post things that make me happy, comedy, funny things. Uh, things that amuse me, and you know, I still have an opinion on things. I tried that. I tried sit that, down and, and have an opinion with someone who's willing to talk to me, uh, as opposed to someone you know, sort of randomly attacking or, or heckling. I tried uh, for about know. three days to do to create an echo chamber nice. of, of yeah. love and peace and art, yeah. and I couldn't yeah. do it. I couldn't. I couldn't do it, and I think I need to to completely abstain from from yeah. Twitter. Like today, I was was in the park, was lying on this blanket. We had lots of nice food around us, and my yeah. youngest came running over. He's got he needs a haircut. He's got a big, thick mop of hair, yeah. and he was just sat there, and he was um uh he was eating some blueberries, yeah. and I just stared at his face. I That's just it. stared at his face and thought, man, I'm going to remember this. I'm going to remember yeah. this moment forever. And yet, if you've got kids, you know yeah. that your life is full of those moments but yeah. i'm i'm too busy looking down at my phone yeah 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 and like you say especially if it's something uh, distracting that's completely negative yeah uh, and it's so easily done you know i mean i i think like i said the uh, the, uh, the 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 last time that i did anything like that was I kind of you know like i said tried very very hard not to even be sarcastic these days uh, i think the children help me because children are younger they don't have that abstract yeah. sense of thought so you know any child under 10 isn't going to understand sarcasm anyway so I kind of apply the rule of thumb that I use with the children to adult companies. Yeah, yeah. Because it's kind of like, you know, just straight to the point and, 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 and kind of uh, don't need that kind of uh, that hit anymore. Mm. Um, you know, especially, like I say, with, with, the, with hecklers. Because these people, they're just going to be perpetually negative anyway. Yeah. You know, because like, like I think Kath said, you know, it's kind of, it's coming from a place that uh, that, that perhaps they don't understand themselves well enough yeah. uh, to understand why they're, they're actually sort of, uh, you know, behaving the way they are. And frankly, you haven't got, you know, the, the, the time to sort of input why that might be or what place that's coming from. But you know what? Sometimes you don't have to take very long at all. Whenever yeah. someone writes something nasty to me, I have a quick look at their feed and usually they just, they're barking at everyone. Yeah. They're yeah. like a dog yeah. behind a gate. Hey, Paul, listen, man, thank you for that. I appreciate your call uh, a, a lot. Thank you. 0344 499 1000. You were saying when I was off and you told me, you, you, you said it on air, but you told me about your eldest with Roblox. Oh, my God, yeah. Online. Banned. Banned. Um, 
And I, because my boys play Roblox, they were playing it today, but they play it on the Xbox. Can someone, someone can tell me on this, right? I, 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 and they have assured me, and my eldest son is great, my eight-year-old, eight and a half. Because I said to him, just to check, you can't talk to anyone on this. And he looked at me and he went, oh, no, no, no. And he knew why I was worried, because they've done it at school. They've done this thing about talking to people online. He said, no, honestly, no one can talk to us. I said, right, can people type to you on this? He said, no, there's no way anyone can communicate they can't talk and they can't type and i and i think that i think that is the case with xbox and also i think it's because i've i've really tightened the settings on xbox so they can only talk to their online friends which is basically their cousin that's the only online friend um they've got but you, your daughter we've crushed ours right down yeah you can virtually do nothing on that laptop really Good. now Frighten me to death. I had a conversation about it this, this morning, actually. Yeah. Because, you know, things have settled down a bit. Yeah. And we were on our own. And I said, listen, I've been thinking a lot about that bl- weird bloke that you were talking to on, on Roblox. Had you spoken to him before? It just seems very odd. And she said, no. She said, and then she talked me through what I f- just what happened. Terrifying. Mm. She said, so I'm walking. She said, I was going around on my skateboard in Roblox. Mm. And all of a sudden, this guy's there. And he said, come to my house. So this is like a virtual world online where people build games that you can go and play these games. And it's really primitive that, you know, it looks like um, Minecraft. Minecraft. So it's it's not fancy at all. Um, And so the characters are really kind of, you know, naively drawn and stuff. So it doesn't look like it's not one of these sort of sexy games. Um, So she said that she was going around on a skateboard. This bloke comes up to her, says, come to my house. Um, or I'll report you. She said, I tried to get away from him and ignored him. Then he said, come to my house or I'll find out your details. She said, at which point I went to my house. She said, but I didn't lock the door and he got in and that's where you saw what I worry so much about my kids and what they will have to deal with in the next two or three years. I was going to say in the future, but actually for the eight-year-old, it's two, three, four years away. Um, if that, if it that were, yeah, so it's there now actually, but yeah, the, 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 you know, uh, in, in, in terms of Twitter and things like that, because they all want to get on Twitter, they all, you know, they're constantly asking, how many followers have you got on YouTube? And I say, I've got 5,000. Wow, you've got 5,000. That's great. Are you a YouTuber? All of this stuff. And, and listen, that is brilliant. If they want to become YouTubers, there's a thing about pro gamers I'll talk about in a bit, um, and the, the, the luxury lifestyle they lead. If they, uh, being a YouTuber is, is a, uh, you know, is a, is a, proper living proper proper job these days for a very very yeah, chosen yeah, yeah. few but in the same way that i wanted to be an actor yeah you know kind of am you know i'm, I'm I've, I've gone off on a slight tangent on the career i wanted as an eight-year-old but i always wanted to be an actor and make movies and be in tv shows okay i'm doing a slightly bastardized version of that you know a radio host and i do bits of tv but i can see the parallels i kind of had that target and just went off a bit um but i, I, I i've got to lead by example and if i'm constantly on twitter then the example is daddy's on twitter so twitter must be great it's like smoking it's like seeing your dad smoke yeah, you know yeah. dad smokes so it's going to be all right whereas if i'm able to to say do you know what guys uh, you know when we have a proper we've not had a proper conversation about twitter because they're a bit off it but when, when we get bit later on i say look I, here's the reasons why i don't like twitter and why i think it's bad you know um if they start a twitter account i think you've got to be 13 so let's say in five years time they start a twitter account right six years time and they tweet, it gets out, they're my son. Mm-hmm. Jesus, they're going to get 
they're going to get so much abuse. They'll get lots of like lots of lo- the lovely people that we have listening to the show going, "Oh, your dad's great," or "I, I, li- I really like what your yeah. dad did," and all of that. It's a shame he's dead. Um, uh, God, but, <laughs> five years. But there'll be lots of people going, "Your dad's a dick, and you're a, you're a dick." Yeah. You know, th- th- and bully people them who are jealous of them, because yeah, yeah, yeah. they assume that they're millionaires. Uh, and and you know, my boys are constantly saying, "Can you get us on TV?" And I say, "Well, actually, do you know what? Yeah, I can, but I have decided not to until you are old enough." To know what that to, means. To know exactly what it means and to, to sign up for the deal. Because the deal is... That's why I never mention their names. They come in on this show occasionally, never mention their names, um, never talk specifically about, you know, things. I talk vaguely about them and things they've said. Um, and my youngest keeps saying, can you get me on TV? I say, yeah, I can. And uh, But there is a reason why I'm not. And this is the reason why. And when you are significantly older, if you still want to get on TV, God damn it, I will do... Everything I can to help you. I will do everything I can. I'll introduce you to people. I'll do everything I can. Uh, but and right now, it'll be easy for me to phone up Good Morning Britain saying, can I bring my kids on? Because kids are great on TV oh, and they love, love them. And my boys would be hilarious. I could do it. It would, it would not be a loose swimming. Can I bring my kids on? Easy. But I'd, I'd, I've chosen not to because I don't want to play that game. That's why when I came out of the jungle and found the press had been round my house when my kids were in. You know, and there's there are laws now about, because I don't, publish pictures of the kids they, the press can't publish pictures yeah, of my kids There's because you've law, not opened the door yeah it's not like the beckhams who from the yeah, yeah. D- day dot you've known what their kids look yeah. like you know i've been off all of that okay and hello and all of that stuff pictures of the kids and no they're not they, they've not it's signed not the up for decision, it decision no my wife only partially signed up for this and even then was probably slightly naive and is so exactly as what it would entail but my kids never signed up for it um oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number um if you want to give us a call we've got keith we've got greg mark mary and george this is the late night alternative on talk radio uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation the late night alternative with ian lee on talk radio we'll get you talking We've got loads of calls. Let's get through some of these. Let's go to Greg. Good evening, Greg. Oh, hello, Ian. Hello, Greg. Hello. Good to see your bandages are off. The bandages are off. I've got the camera at a different angle because I'm a bit embarrassed by the scarring. I've been wearing oh, okay. this cap, um, but, but uh, my head's... It's, it's tender. It's not sore. It's a little bit tender. Catherine's I think here. it's healing really well. You can barely see it. Yeah, the hair's growing back. My, my oh. hair, one of the good things is, Greg, my hair grows at a rate. You can almost see my, oh, you can yeah. hear my hair grow. That's how fast it is. I think it grows faster in the summertime, doesn't it? It's yes, like, it wow. does. Yes, I put yeah. a little bit of baby bio on there. Baby <laughs> bio. Can you still get baby yeah, bio? Yeah, that you can. Wow. Anyway, Gregory, what have you got for us? Um, uh, oh. Um, hmm? Concerning an email I sent you yesterday, I don't want to go into detail. Do you oh, Greg, this is Greg Prober. Yes. Yeah, no, he yeah. has, right, he's been in touch with me. Uh, right, so Greg is a great Bruce Lee fan. There's um, a Bruce Lee book uh, that came out uh, at the beginning of, of June, I think it was, and I've got it, but um, it's packed up in a box now. But the guy that wrote it is, Math- is it Matthew somebody? It's Matthew Polly, yeah. Matthew Polly, that was it. Um, he's going to hopefully be coming on the show at some point. He got in touch, Greg. Thank you, brother. Yes, I know. Um, I sort of uh, communicated with him on the forum, and he said that you'd gone quiet. And- oh, well, we both we both thought the other one had gone quiet. That means yeah, that an email yeah. got lost in the ether. Oh, good. No, well, he sent I, me an email, I, and I'll email him tomorrow, and we'll sort it out. Yeah, I just said to him, well, you know, email him back. I think Ian's still enthusiastic about oh, the oh, interview. So. Of course I am. Of 
of course yeah. I am. No, we'll get we'll get him on. I know he's in the country for a few days. Hopefully we can get him in the studio. If not, we will get him on the phone, or I might meet him up for a coffee or something like that. Yeah. We'll see. Excellent. We'll do it. Thank you, Greg. That's okay. Greg, um, you're not looking for a job as a radio producer, are you? No, no, oh, not really, no. Okay, I think there may be a spot coming up here soon. Why? Uh, because he's good at producing! I you don't even know what day the guests are coming on! Well, I'll tell you a funny story. Please actually. do, Greg, because again, my producer can't do that! No, um, on Facebook, I think you interviewed um, Michael Worth about two years ago. Yes, I did interview Michael Worth, yes. Great yeah, friend of the show. and I shared that on Facebook... Uh, your interview with him, yeah. and um, Bay Logan saw it, and oh. he said, oh, uh, I want to be on your radio station. Oh, you saw it out the interview with Bay, didn't you? Yeah, he thought I was you, and I said, oh. no, no, that's Ian Lee, I'll, if you yeah. want me to sort of yeah. get you in contact with him, and uh, let me know. Bay promised me something from his Bruce Lee vault, and I never got it, what a... Oh, okay. Oh. I know well, if you... I'd have sent an email, you'd have got it, mate. All right, Kath, like, like that like that video you got Uri Geller to make for the wrong son. Thanks very much well, indeed. you went on about the son's name. Yeah, I told you that it was the eldest son I've been watching the video for with of Uri Geller, but could he make a video for both my sons? And then uh, the video arrived, Greg, and it was for my youngest son, who wasn't that bothered by Uri Geller. And my eldest son oh. just sat there with a tear in his eye. Oh, so well. not only did he bend a spoon, he upset a child. Oh, dear. Yes. So, Greg, just please you. consider that uh, that request for uh, producer role. Okay. Thank oh, you, mate. Oh. Oh, go. You want one more thing? Go on. I was going to say, I was going to change the subject. Oh, um, subject you normally change. talk, I know, I thought I'd better not talk just about Bruce Lee all the time, but uh, um, yes. you're into time travel films, aren't you? I am, and there's, there, I, I am into time travel films, yeah. Catherine, I, Catherine shut up, man. This is, this is gold. I don't think I've ever heard you mention a film called Somewhere in Time with uh, Christopher Reeves and... Oh, because it's rubbish, that's why. James oh, oh, but It's uh, a rubbish yeah, romantic yeah. time travel film. No thanks. Oh, OK. Uh, one you... last thing. Here we go, yeah. You may hate me for bringing this up, though. OK. Um, Joe Swash and you... Thanks very much for calling. 03444991000. I might be doing a time travel podcast with a guy who emailed me, a guy called Elton who emailed me and said, um, listen, long shot, you don't ask, you don't get, do you fancy doing a, t- a f- podcast about time travel films? And I went, hmm, tell me some more. So we might just do a podcast together with a guy that emailed me randomly. Okay. You okay with that? Well, if it stops you talking about it on air, such I'm all for dick, it. Such a dick. Boring. Let's go to Sharon Burke. Good evening, Sharon Burke. Hello. Hello, Sharon Burke. Why, have we, why do we know your surname? Well, it's Tozza UK. It's what? It's Tozza UK. Tozza UK? You know, flat earth girl. Um, I'm going to need a little bit more info. Um, uh, uh, the flat earth. We spoke about the flat earth. And I was oh, the fl- I, thought, I thought you were saying the slapper. It's the flat earth lady. Oh! And your your sweary lady. friend isn't there, is he? No, no, my friend's not here this evening. Good, Sharon. What, 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 uh, what's the latest in the flat Earth world? Well, um, well, I've been told that us flat Earthers are very crazy. So um, that's really shocked me, really. Well, why, why are you well, shocked that people think that flat Earthers are nuts? Well, um, I did a little bit of a Google research on it, yes. and um, it came up that. Flat earthers are very, very crazy, and that's like really shocking. Really, can I, can I tell you why people think flat earthers are crazy? Yeah, I'll tell you because the earth is round. 
Yeah, but... <laughs> no, no, even no, yeah, you, but. There's no yeah, even but. Even you... It's round. people why that, um, basically, yeah. can, can anybody say that the Earth... Yes, is round, is yes. Yes, yes, uh, yes, and yes, also yes, it's the round. Moon. Yeah, they're round. Yep, they are round. They are definitely round. Can you prove it? Uh, yes, I can. Go on, then. Right, well, we, we... <laughs> We, didn't we have this conversation six months ago? She would remember. Um, I think it was about 12 months ago. Right, the onus on you is to prove the flat that the Earth is flat. We all know the Earth is round. Yeah, but can you prove the Earth is round? Yes, I can. When you look at a, a, a ship coming over the horizon, you don't see a tiny ship. You see, the, you see the top of the ship, then you see a bit more of the ship, then you see a bit more. You don't just see a tiny ship getting bigger. There you go, I've proven No, it. we had that conversation yes. last time, didn't we? Yes. And yeah. I said to you that um, the only reason that we don't see uh, the horizon with the um, the Earth looking like it's um, cervical is because yes. we've got a um, imagery from um, a fisheye lens from um, from. Yeah. Binoculars, basically. Right. And, so binoculars uh, are, are part of the conspiracy. Yes. Um, I've even got in front of me now um, a mirror that is fisheye lens, basically. Have you? And, uh, and how yeah. does that prove the Earth is flat? It doesn't, but right. it doesn't prove the, the Earth is spherical either. I didn't say it? a fisheye lens would prove the Earth is spherical. But then, um, if you go on a plane and you look through binoculars, telescope, yes. everything is um, cervical right. because I, I, of the lens that we look through. Right. I, I, I've, I, I've, I've, I've never looked through it. I've never taken a telescope as part of my hand luggage. But you know what, right? Yes. I don't know why Moving people on. think that us flat earthers are round the bend because we take. Um, but you, you can't be round the bend. Surely you could be straight down the line. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. If we're not round the bend, we're straight down the line yeah. because we even take um, spirit levels onto um, aircraft. Okay, well that's not nuts, is it? But of course, the, no. the, the, and the, 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 Roger reminds me. Uh, uh, thank you, Roger. That um, the uh, the flat Earth theory is. I hope that was your mouth. The flat Earth theory is is you know really catching on, and it's it's you've got supporters oh, you've got supporters oh, all around the globe, like haven't five. you? I got that a little bit late because I'm watching you a little bit delayed. I know. I'm going to say it one more time just so you, you you get the full benefit of it. You've got supporters all around the globe, haven't you? Yes. Thanks very much for calling, Sharon. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Oh, man! Keith and Mark and Mary and George, you've been waiting for ages. I apologise. We went from having no calls to suddenly having lots and lots of calls. And, and, and I like it when it's like that. Um, and thank you, Roger, for reminding me of that wonderful gag that pops up from time to time. <laughs> yeah. why, why do they think we're crazy? <laughs> because you're talking rubbish. I think that might be it. I think it's completely normal to take a spirit level on a plane. <laughs> How could you, why would you be allowed to take a spirit level? And anyway. also, what does it prove? <laughs> When you're going up in a plane, and then you're going along, and then you're going down again. I know this, and I've not taken a spirit level on. Or maybe I'm the fool. You're listening to the alternative on Tory. Across the UK, online and on DAB. He has made a covenant with the night, and with the darkness he is in agreement. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
We'll get you talking. Ah, man. Nights like this. I love it when it's like this. We've got so many calls. I will get to all of you. I'll I'll, I'll try. I'm not going to give out the number because we've got quite a few calls. But I like nights like this when I'm feeling, you know, out of sorts because of the weather and not sleeping and the anxiety of buying a house. Dear God. Dear God. And then the show kind of takes a life of its own quickly. So buying this house. And supposed to be exchanging contracts on the 20th and completing on the 27th. That means you get the keys on the 27th of this month. And I spoke to my solicitor today to confirm those dates. And my sister said, well, it's the first we've heard of that. And there's still plenty to do. That's on top of me being told I have to pay double stamp duty because of uh, anyway. Fun times. Um, Let's go. Let's try it. Let's try it. Let's try it. Let's try it, Mary. What have you got for us? Hello. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to Keith. Good evening, Keith. Hello, you too. Kath's nice to... gone off on an errand. That's all right. It's nice to speak to you in again. It must be. Oh, just on that last point, I've been there with the, you know, moving those oh. post-divorce. They, they reckon that, the, 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 you know, all what you just highlighted there, it's one of the top five stresses amongst, you know, bereavement. Can, can, I, no. can I ask you a personal question? If it's too personal, tell me to no, jog on. Because I, I haven't spoken to many divorced men. Yes, okay. Ab- about this i don't just because i don't know any in my life right yeah yes it's okay um, yeah, so, but, so yeah, yeah. You, you you did you buy a house after you divorced oh well what what happened was that i i um have the dot my, my daughter now is 24 and she was only like four or five then and i i was very lucky to come across um, a really nice little terraced house in an lovely spot mm. And uh, was, uh, that was the good fortune. But the anxiety of, uh, you know, because I was living in, the, like, we had the loft converted in the old house and uh, putting the bid in and all, all the rigmarole that went yeah. with it, it yeah. was uh, horrendous. Horrendous. Just, just the anxiety it? levels on top of everything else. I'd say they put it in the top five amongst. It's so stressful. And, and, and you know, when I've bought a house before, it's been with a girlfriend or with my wife. And because, well, you're on your own. Well, you're on, and, and when you're with someone else, you could when you wake up in, uh, 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 in bed at three yeah, o'clock in the morning going... Say, have we done this? Have yeah, we done that? You've got it exactly. Have we done this? Have we got the maths right? Is this have we really... got the thing right? Yeah. Does it say that we're signing on contracts? And what, if there's a chain, yeah. uh, are they in a chain? Um, you know, yeah. you've been... Oh, and, God, but when I, you're I, on I, your I, own, you wake up in the middle of the night. There's no one own. to talk to. You're on your own. You got a child to look after, and amidst all the, you know, I was, you know, I was only a mile away from her at that time in the, the old marital home. Yeah. And, oh, but anyway, you got but through, you that. got through it. You survived it. You came out the other <laughs> well, side. Well, Right. Emma, he's now, she stays with me whenever, we're good mates. Good, she, okay, she, this is what I need to hear, because it worries yeah, me. You know what I'm saying, we've gone, gone through the gears. Yeah, good. Music-wise, oh. and she cycles and runs with me, and... Oh, blimey, I don't want to do physical activity with No, but point. what I'm saying is, she, she's, she's, a, she's, she's a, my friend, well, I was, she stays with me, you know, good. and... Uh, but what I've rung up tonight, just to like, to, 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 you know, yes. uh, you know, I'm Cine World Keith. Oh, it's, it's, um, spoiler alert. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that, but, but oh. I'll, I'll come on to that. I, I, I like, uh, this time I drop into your show and uh, <laughs> it tickled me last week when you just thought about your foreskin. <laughs> right. My foreskin tickled you, Keith. No. <laughs> and uh, what, uh, what I was thinking, like, I was, I was waiting to get on was that us guys, like you say, about like support networks yeah. like women have and we don't we don't talk do it 
about problems with like you know the sort of like crown jewels and issues down there, mm. whether or not it's your foreskin or uh, testicular issues or sack. We don't do shaft. it. You can't go into a pub like you know you may well I'll go for, for, for a pint and start saying the bell end. But the bit all that. So what I'm sharing with you on that one, and and I'll I'll share the the, the just the tips on the film. I'm, I've learned my lesson from you. <laughs> what a choice of words, Keith. I'll just share the tips the with tip, you. The tip, yeah, I, I'm with you on the euphemism there. So anyway, what I'm sharing with you is this uh, again. It's good. This it's it's man to man talk. I, I, I was um, circumcised uh, at, like when I was 23, going wow. into 24. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I was doing my psychiatric nurse training. Um, is that Captain part of the training? Got we'll to cut that off. Oh right, yeah. No, is that what well, they, they do? Oh, cut that, cut that, cut that gun with you. Yes. Um, and yeah. it, basically, it was just like a tight, tight foreskin. You know, had a couple of small infections yeah. and yeah. blah blah blah. And I, and at that time, if you were in the if you were in the system, you got it done. And uh, anyway, what I'm trying to share with you to move on fast, uh, uh, quickly is that, yes. Yes. and it, this is just as research would suggest, um, that a circumcised penis, um, there's lots of research in Africa, uh, various villages where there's, you know, circumcision is just, it's just par for the course. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's, there, there is, um, there is um, an artifact, it's called keratin, an enzyme, that um, is more prevalent in, you know, men with circumcised okay. crown jewels yes. and in the transmission of HIV, oh. which was done in the late 80s, early 90s. Check it out, and your researchers can do, and uh, while we're talking. Oh, but not to say either or, but, um, you know, being a, being a sort of, like, uh, late person to have it done, yeah. it was all quite, you know... And Here's the question that. that everyone wants to know, Keith. Is sex better for you... The man, the person circumcised, before the <laughs> well, circumcision or after? Where well, do you get the most pleasure? I can tell you the truth, with all the stresses I've been on. But I would say, yeah. it gives you a bit more girth. God. Catherine, I believe you wanted to comment on... No, it does. Uh, that? I hope that's not... I thought, yeah, I thought no, I so you're that. saying the foreskin c- c- contracts the girth? I think, I think when... How no. can I say? Before and after. It's like yeah. having a new urdu, isn't it? You know, like, when you go for something new, totally different... You, but you live with someone for 23 inside. years, and mm. then it's like it's like a totally different entity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I so suppose... All I can say is, is that um, yeah. uh, it gives it a different sort of cosmetic look. Okay. But does it feel the same? Uh, well, you, what you imagine is, wait, before that, you think because it's quite sensitive to the touch, isn't it? Like, you know, you put your foreskin back, and what happens is, poor circumcision... The, the, I'm not sure of the, well, you call it the BK, uh, you know, it's just, it's not sensitive at all. There's no moisture there, it's just like the back of your hand. So, um, I suppose it's less sensitive and if wow. you've got... So having a circumcision makes it, uh, the BK? Bell end. And sorry, sorry, I was getting my words mixed up. You called, the, the you, B-E. you called it. I don't know what the, the yeah. actual yeah. <laughs> bell yeah. yeah, I think, is the, is the Latin term for it. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. less sensitive after the circumcision, you're saying. No, it's like, a, no, what happens is then it becomes just like the back of your hand. And right. okay. if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so. Well, I'm not uh, getting uh, mine done then. And then, you get it done. I'm not getting it done. Oh, you're not? No, not getting oh, it done. Oh, honestly, it's a piece of cake. 
Well, if it, if it was as easy as slicing a piece of cake, then possibly... No, I'm, I'm, get, it, get it sorted. I'm not getting really my foreskin please. cut off. <laughs> just because of a bloke in Wigan. Do you want me to... Do it for me? No! Do you want me to... Send you a picture? No! No, me films. Do you want me to just give you the tips? <laughs> yes, please. The typical uh, tips, so to speak. Yeah, go on. Okay. I saw Hereditary. Uh, Gabriel Byrne, if you're, if you're into the sort of, like... I um, saw that at the weekend, and I spent half of the film going, what is that fella's yeah. name? And I worked out his last name was Byrne, Gabriel and then Gabriel about three Byrne, quarters yeah. of the way through, I, I, I said it out loud, I was on my went, Gabriel Byrne. That, yeah. <laughs> well, now, Mark Kermode absolutely trashed it. Well, he's an idiot, then. It's a great film. Yeah, isn't it? And uh, if you watch Mark Kermode, honestly... The, I like Mark Kermode a lot, but he's yeah, wrong on that. Hereditary's well, a great sometimes film. Sometimes, it's just like he's... Because this quasi-sociological uh, so- interpretation compared, yeah. compared it to this or that genre. I bet he compared it to The Exorcist. It, well, he did, and yeah, he's he did. on with the Radio 2 guy, isn't yeah. he? And I thought, hang on, you gotta, you got to watch it yourself. And I thought, well, you know, there's enough there to spook you, and it was quite a... You know, we're not, we're not spoiling, are we? We're, well, not so far, but I'm hovering over the, the, the dump no, button. Not, but what I'm saying is, like, I, I watch Kermode, and you, what I do, you watch trailers, and I watch the reviews, and I thought, I'll make my own mind up, and I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. Simple as that. Um, the other one I've not seen yet, but I've seen the trailer, and I've got to see it, is Leave No Trace. I don't know if you... Is if that you, the one about the, vic- the vicar? No, oh. this is... this. I say I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. It's about a relationship between father and daughter. Oh, and they live in the woods? Yeah. Yeah, I'm up for a bit of that. So, right, and, and I won't give it any more out because right. there's obviously a context to why. Yeah. Look, he's a Vietnam vet. Oh, well, you said it. You, well, it's you, only, you, I only know that because I read the, the... That's in the trailer. Yeah, well, if you, if you had said that, you'd have said I was spoiling it for No, you. I wouldn't. If you'd have told me what happens once they come out of the woods... Well, I don't know. Then... I don't know. I wouldn't have seen the trailer, but I think <laughs> the, the, the reviews... <laughs> can <laughs> I love talking to you, Keith. I know we got ah, off to a no, rocky start, but, but I enjoy it. Well, the reviews it. are really good, and I yeah. think it looks a bit of in, it looks intense, but yeah. it looks a cracker. All right. Hey, listen, Keith, it's nice to talk to you, mate. Thank you very much. Thanks for telling me about your foreskin and, and your favourite films. 0344 499 1000. Let's go to Mark in Bletchley Towers. Hello, Ian. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Mark. Hello, Mark. <laughs> How the hell can I follow that call? <laughs> What's your foreskin? No, don't tell don't, me. Don't tell me. Let's not go there. No. Anyway, um, I forgot what I was ringing about now. I've been um, oh, taking a break from social media yes. uh, and stuff. I, I think it's, I think you're going in the right direction. Just take a step back. I've, I've watched you. I've watched both of you on Twitter and uh, and the Facebook and the you know for interacting, basically point of view sort of thing. But I, I've noticed sometimes you, Ian, you, you really get angry with people, and I I think I've. I've tweeted you before, Ian, just just go away, put it away, t- turn it off and come back another day type thing. Because I, I, I do the same thing. Yeah. I've got a unique filtering system that I can filter out all the silly troll stuff. Yes. And I only go for the local radio and interaction like with yourself sort of thing. And I, I, I filter out all the bad things, which is good. And I also... Uh, twice a year, I have a complete detox where I, I go to Norfolk to visit family, yeah. and we've got no internet. There's very little TV and radio stuff yeah. up there, and, and my mobile phone doesn't work. Great. So it's, it's really nice. Heaven. The feeling of um, 
actually... But I can't do that. I, 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 and I appreciate you telling me to calm down and put it down and walk away. But I can't do that. I, I, this is the thing. I can't do that. For me, it has to be... Uh, it has to be complete abstinence, and that has to be enforced by not being able to, to, to access it on my phone, you know. And at some point, and I did look at this at the weekend, and it's possible, but it's tricky. And at some point, that abstinence may also stretch to me blocking Twitter and Facebook on my laptop, you know. And then when I get a computer, but it, it may stretch stretch that because... Um, I just need to. I just need to do a little bit more calibration on how much it helps the show. Oh, Does I it help think, the show? Yeah, well, <clears throat> I don't like Twitter. I don't like it. I, I think it's it's eighty five percent bad. I think it's. I I like watching the uh, Periscope and the uh, yep. and the YouTube. I actually That'll like stay. watching like behind the scenes of what you two do because mm-hmm. I'm a behind the scenes radio and TV guy. But. Um, I think I think you just ought to use it from a laptop at home. Get a, get a phone that only does text and talk, maybe, and and use that for work. Uh, do you know I did? I did for, remember Catherine at Three Counties for about eight months. I had a Nokia, the old the, the old Nokia. I know. Nokia. I, I remember you saying about oh, that. It was great, and and then it just fell apart because because I absolutely caned it. But um, I tell you, what was annoying about that is it took flipping ages to compose a text, and you could only have twenty texts stored in the phone. Um, but I know because I like I like the other things on my iPhone. I like the fact that my kids can play Pokemon. I like the fact that it's got a, a, a map. I use it as my sat nav. I like being able to get my emails on there at the moment. Um, I well, like I YouTube you, on there. Maybe you just got to do self control on all the rest of Can't it. Can't do just, it. Uh, you know, just use the uh, use the essential parts of the phone, yeah. and then just save it for when you get to work. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I only I only use the internet when I'm at home in the morning. Yeah. Uh, bit of dinner not, time. Not one out in the morning. Not one out after you've eaten. Yeah, th- that as well. Yeah, good lad. Uh, and when I get to, and when I get home in the evening, I because I, I don't I don't watch TV. I only listen to radio. So um, I tend to use that for the interaction, and then. When the computer goes off and I go to bed, I've got nothing. Can yeah. I go to sleep and okay. uh, the internet will time to come on at seven in the morning type thing? So because the internet off. is timed to come on at seven in the yeah, morning. I've, I've got is that a happy time. On my router, it switches the Wi-Fi off at uh, midnight. So uh, how do you do? Hang on a minute. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Well, it depends on your way of life. It was just uh, you have to go into the router's home home hub router. Oh, well, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Mark, no. listen, thank you very much. I appreciate the tips. Uh, uh, very kind of you. Um, Darren, then George, then Andre. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Can I recommend something that shouldn't be funny but it's really, really, really funny. I've been putting off watching it for a while because I thought, well, this ain't going to be great. I was I was laughing out loud. On Netflix, the Martin Short, Steve Martin special. Oh, man, it is funny. And it's mainly Martin Short that's, that's working it. Steve Martin's quite laid back in it. It is. It is so funny. It's a two-man show. And there's a great bit where it's 10 minutes of just them slagging each other off. Steve, Steve Martin, great line from Steve Martin. You know, one of the great things about uh, touring with Marty Short, no paparazzi. And it's just that. It's 10 minutes of them just going back and forth, back and forth, you know. 
um, kind of digging each other. And it's so, um, there's, there's a bit where they're singing a song, um, and, uh, <laughs> Steve Martin is written and, and, um, so Martin Short is reading it and he's singing to Steve Martin, you are my comedy hero. And Martin Short goes, uh, Steve Martin goes, let's count your awards. One, two, three, four, five, six, zero. And it's just, oh, it's so good. And they're so funny. I mean, Steve Martin Short is 67 in it. I've always liked him. His autobiography is a great read. And Steve Martin's got to be in his 70s. And, um, oh, it's just, it's just delicious. It's on Netflix. It is um, laughing out loud. Funny. I really, really enjoyed it. Let's go to Darren. Good evening, Darren. How you doing, Ian? I'm all right, thank you, Daz. Okay, hi, Catherine, as well. Um, That's the niceties out the way. Let's get down to the meat and two veg. Okay, 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 okay. Let's do this. Um, I was just thinking about Martin Short there. You brought a a thing back to me when... You remember he was in uh, Inner Space? That's a good film, man. That's a that great was, film. That was class, yeah. man. That was, that was some good acting in that. But see, after that, to be honest with you, I don't really... I don't think he'd really done much. He didn't that. really do... I think he did that and The Three Amigos. Yeah, he done he done one as well called... Uh, with Nick, he was in one with Nick uh, Nolte, oh. and it was a, an ex-bank robber or something oh, like that. Was, and, wasn't he? And also, uh, Father of the Bride. Father of the he Bride. He was Frank. But um, ah, but yeah, he's not. He, he didn't really do. He did about those four or five films, and then he didn't do many more. That was that was comedy genius. But listen, what I want to talk to you about yes. is a couple of things, and it's actually kind of a couple of funny things actually. Okay. Not really for me. One, this is the kind of like the last two weeks after that kind of had one. I blew up my dad's car. He, he gave me his car. He basically had the car for like ten years. He gave me it. <laughs> And I drove it, and uh, I blew the turbo on it, and it like it was going to cost two and a half thousand to oh. get it fixed. So basically, we had to scrap it. Oh my! And then, yeah. then get this one. This is this, this is this is before I come to the main bit that I want to talk about. I ended up with my flat infested with bed bugs. Oh, oh no! So, it, how did you, know, you do? How did they get in? Did you get an old I mattress or something? Apparently, they said to me, "Was I on holiday?" I mean, I buy a lot of second-hand books off the of Amazon. I do not know how they whoa, get whoa, in. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hang on, stop the clock. Okay. You can get bed bugs from second-hand books off Amazon. Well, that's what he said. I mean, he said that they can, they can come in many different forms. But let me tell you this: I mean, I'm a, I collect books, and I've got. I had to throw out everything. You know, all my oh. books, my DVDs, my oh. clothes. I'm talking about. I had to throw out my full flat. So, no, mate. Yeah, it was it was it was horrendous, man. But yeah, it's all right. One more, no, no more of those, please. Okay. Yep. It, it was basically it was like uh, I can understand you know, your emotion. It was like three three guys turned up with these kind of like uh, atomic bomb proof suits on, man, <laughs> and they came in, they came in and they blasted the place, man. I and I just I just got a new bed. They took the new bed away. Apparently, it was infested. Oh my god, it was crazy, man. It was like everywhere, but apparently they they got everything, um, and they're coming back to double, to double check. They come back. And did they? Because bed bugs. What they do? If I got this right, bed bugs live in the bed and or under the mattress, and then they come out at night and they suck your blood. 
mate, that was that's. I mean, I, I get like the guy who came was like the. He was like a. It must. He must have been like a connoisseur of bedbugs because he knew everything about them and how they worked and what they done. And he basically told me wherever I go, they go. Yeah. I mean, they were in my in my like my couches and oh, they were oh, everywhere, I'm, man. I'm, I'm itching because is, I'm itching because of the thought of that, and also because he said couches. Why? Couches. What, couches is weird. Couches. No. What? The Did thing you say couches? Yeah, like you know, like a couch and your, you know, and your, your. But how many your, couches have you got? One. I've got, I've got two, two. Okay, so two couches. Seats. Yeah, okay. two, two seaters. So okay. basically, uh, they were in the suite and stuff like that, and you had to cut open the suite and oh, then spray inside. No, 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 Daddy! Sam's so having a fit out there. Sam's never... Sam, you're young. You haven't lived, mate. Your bed bugs and moths. You wait. It's coming. Let me tell. Let me tell you this, right? But yeah. listen, he, he said to me it was going on. I, I mean, I only recognised it like when I started to get bit, and that was only about a week ago. He said this must have been going on for a year. <gasps> Um, so it was crazy, um, but I'm glad that I got it sorted. But listen, what I wanted to really talk to you about, and what yes. was main, one of the things that was really kind of, hmm. that, 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 that I really want to talk about is because I think it's serious, and it's something I want to do as well. Yeah, is I keep on looking at Facebook and you know these people with the, the fabulous lifestyles on Instagram, you know, yeah, with your yeah. friends, and and I wonder if it really, really is that way you know like people only post the best stuff no, they never it's... post when they've got an infestation of bed bugs <laughs> or or but darren you know or... you know the answer to that question no their life isn't that that fabulous i know but but, 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 people, but the thing about it is um you know, i mean when people post this stuff i mean it, see when you're in a bad place yeah. right and i've been in a bad place yeah. at, at, at points it can make your mood a hundred times worse, man. Right, right. You, you you suddenly start comparing yourself yeah. to these people with you know lifestyles or whatever that they portray on these um, these social media sites. Because you know you know why do you know why I've actually done with these but that I've done this kind of stuff. I've actually posted stuff of me having a great life and my life's an absolute you know absolute falling apart when about me. Yeah. And I've posted you know this you know I'm going on holiday and my life's all right and my life's perfect, but. Really, it, 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 it wasn't. Yeah. You know what I mean. So, so you were posting those pictures of lovely summer holiday and uh, airports and things, but you, you, your life sucked. Well, I did. It did at that point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I think that that majority of other people are doing that, and they're What's also that? then scanning through Instagram, going, "Well, hang on, this picture only got sixty likes, but his picture got a hundred likes. What am I doing wrong?" Yeah, it, I think because Insta, Instagram is a mystery to me, and I'm on there, and uh, I, I was on there before I went in the jungle with 300 followers. I came out, I had 50,000 followers. I don't really understand it, right? But um, it, it, it is everybody is comparing their lives. People are only posting, per, you know, people are posting pictures of these perfect meals, but what they're not posting is the fact that they're probably arguing with their partner over the meal, or that that, that you know that they can't actually afford that perfect meal. Or oh, I don't okay. think anyone who's having a really good time in life thinks right. I need to show this to a load of strangers. If you're having but a really good do, time, you're engrossed in it. I mean, what? Sorry, sorry, I'm just interrupting now. That's right. But why do they? Why do they do it? I mean, it's like basically everybody. It's like everybody's always trying to be better than the next. It's always like a, a, a another another ending competition about mm-hmm. to see uh, who's. Who's got the better car, or who's got the? I mean, as, as all right, Darren, 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 we got to let you go because that's two. We we, we kind of we got that one as well, didn't we, Darren? Listen, 
Appreciate it. But two, we've got to let you go. Those are the rules of the station, mate. Give us a call again. You're not banned or anything like that. Apologise to the people on YouTube. Uh, the bad language and all of that. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. But we've got the gist of what he's trying to say. Yeah, it was, the, it was the F word. People, <laughs> the reason people do that is the reason people have always done that. People have always shown off. Yeah. You know, no one who's truly happy needs anyone else's approval. Can I tell? Can I read you really a terrible, terrible story? Go on. Kind of ties in. Can't wait to get Matt Hagen. This all ties in with him. Breast enlargement adverts during Love Island are fueling a crisis in young people's mental health, uh. the boss of the NHS said. Breast enlargement adverts during Love Island, where everyone's got massive, beautiful boobs, gorgeous, perfect bums, that just just the most perfect waistlines, the perfect cheekbones, all perfect, perfect, perfect. Here's the other thing. The guys that stand out are the ones who otherwise would be really really good looking fellas but their tans aren't quite as deep as the rest of them they're not quite as muscular yeah. do you know what i mean we were talking about the um that poor doctor who is the brightest one in the yeah, lot yeah. you know and he's trying to kind of muck in with people who i don't think he's got that much in common with but he's bright pink rather than having a deep tan you know like a normal person yeah. and he's actually got a really good body but he's not as buff yeah. as the rest of the blokes it's it all like comparison love all the time. island is 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 instagram in you know, 60-minute live-action form. And the fact that they would put... So, so people will be watching this. Young, you know, I I, 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 I I watch it. And I don't want to look all beefed up like them, but it does make me feel fat. Mm -hmm. You know, and you know I have issues around my weight at the moment and stuff, and I just can't seem to shift it. And I do watch them, and I look down at my gut and my moobs poking out of my T-shirt, and I think, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, man, I ought to be 22 and, and, and look like that. But... um. But we never looked like that. When no, we no, no, we never did. They don't look like no. that either. But then young women watching it are going, I wish my boobs were like that. Wish I my wish my lips were bigger. I wish my, I wish my ass looked like I wish, I wish, I wish. And then they're putting breast enlargement adverts, plastic surgery adverts, transform breast surgery, do it for you. In that show, that seems, um, you know, listen, I know Love Island isn't, isn't for me, you know, although I enjoyed it a bit tonight, but... That seems irres that, that to me is the same as having, um, and I don't know if it is this year, but having the World Cup sponsored by McDonald's and Coke. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you, the, the Olympics, the Olympics, 2012 was sponsored. Two of the big sponsors were McDonald's and Coke. Two, you know, th this this thing that was supposed to inspire our youth and people of all ages to to get fit and to take part in in sports, whether it's team or solo, to all this. And it's sponsored by McDonald's and Coke, two of, you know, two very, very delicious products. I love a Mackey D's. I love a Coke. But they ain't good for you. You know, whatever they might, however they might try and sell it, they ain't good for you. That's not the kind of stuff you want to be eating when you're playing, you know, netball or something. Yeah, the placement is cynical. I think it's, it's it just it feels the same as this putting a breast I thought, advert. In. I thought that look was going out of fashion anyway. That hyper, you know, the boobs aren't as ridiculous. I mean, flipping it. Do you remember the Pam Anderson style bolt-ons that we used to yeah, crave yeah, in the yeah, 1990s, yeah, yeah. where yeah. it was like someone had stuck two baps on there. Yeah. You know, you could see them all rounding at the top, and I mean, that's at least that seems to have dissipated a little bit. They are a bit more natural, but flipping it. I mean, well, I those just... girls are gorgeous anyway. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Busy old night on the phones. We're down to George and Andre. We will come to you guys next, but uh, after that, the phone lines are empty. The late night alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Good evening, Andre. Hi, Ian. Um, 
I've got three items on the agenda tonight. Oh, he's got an agenda. An agenda uh, bender. So yeah, can we have the best of decorum, please, for these? Sorry? Right, the oh. best, best decorum. I haven't got their album. Oh, okay. Right, now, the first one. Yes, on Do you know that. Alexis Sal, or have heard of him? I've heard of him, yes. You see any young ones in there? That's Dr. Martins, Dr. Martins, Dr. Martins, boots. Yeah. I'll keep some cool fish in my underpants. Yay. <laughs> right, that, that, right, but I know it's funny, it's graphic, isn't it? Yeah, well. I'll keep some cool fish in my underpants. There we go. But the second, that's the first item. Hello, yeah? John, got a new motor? Yeah, the second one. That was the first item. That, yeah, that was the first I item. I called it an that. item, but. I thought it was funny. Okay. How can someone keep tropical fish in their underpants? Well, that's the gag, yes, yes. Right, but, yes. but the next one is my lap is not on at the moment, yeah. but it might be on later, okay. yeah? Okay, yep, yep. Right, so, you know, there's scope there for a bit of singing, yeah? <laughs> <The> scope. <laughs> the third item, yeah? The guys, you've item, got, hang on a minute, guys, you've got, you've got to be watching on, on, tw on YouTube tonight, because Kath's face, she's really, on air she's sounding very friendly and charming, but she hates everybody that's called in tonight. Oh, well, <laughs> you can see I, it on I her know face. Kath, by the way. Smile, it don't cost nothing. Right, the, yours. The, the, the third one, I'm joining Shaz, I think the world's flat. Okay, brilliant. Thanks very much oh. for calling, Andre. Um, <laughs> let's go to George. Good evening, George. Good evening, Ian. Sorry to keep Kath. you waiting so long. It's a bit, it went from having no calls to having shed loads of calls. No, I was fought in the queue originally, but... Well, uh, said, well we, we mix and match as the show, as I feel the show needs to go. Good. It's it's not uh, it's the queuing system is not a queue. It's I uh, me and Catherine we uh, use all of you like colours on our palette and the picture that we are painting. Well, I hope it's been worth waiting for. Well, let's find out, uh, big boy. Uh, our last our last call is still echoing in my mind. Uh, you ended it by saying I was talking nonsense. Well, um, exactly what nonsense is is it that you? I don't remember uh, what we talked about. What did we talk about? I was talking about uh, us all being actors in a play. Oh, yeah, that, 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 was, yeah, that was nonsense, yeah. Why is that nonsense? Well, because you think everything we are controlled by uh, other forces. No, I don't think it. I, I, I've been it. made aware yeah, of it. Yeah, okay, uh, okay. Well, I think that's nonsense. Uh, but, 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 George, I would say that, wouldn't I? Because I'm being, I'm being controlled to say it. This part has been written uh, many, many millions of years ago. I'm just playing my part. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But, but, but I, I still don't understand why, why you think it's nonsense. You'll have to ask the scriptwriter. <laughs> um, talking about scriptwriting, I, 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 um, Scribed a little lyric that yeah. the Wonder Party band is going to be the Wonder Party band oh, yeah. an anthem. Yes, and it's got fifty-nine words in it. Let's hear it. And I'm I'm just wondering if it, there's any listeners who are into music and playing music. Uh, um, maybe they'd put their their music to the, these 59 right. words. I'll tell you what, then, if you recite it, we've got, we have some very talented people listening. Dear listener, George is going to recite the lyrics. If you would like to turn this into a musical piece, um, you, you, then, then you can. Put your blank cassettes in, tape this, record it, do a musical backing, and then email it to me, ian at ianlee.com. George, away you go. Uh, it's called Our Play. Our play is written, produced, 
directed and dated. Everything is relative and we are all related. Very soon the scene shall change. We'll be woken up to rearrange. A world of wonders is ours to make. So come on, come on, for heaven's sake. Let's tick together. Let's mark what's right. Let's tick together. Let's spark the light. That's it. Okay, well, let's see what our musical geniuses out there can come up with, Catherine. Maybe we'll come up with an Ian Lee Wonder Party band. But it's very, very... Um, it's only 11 days to go to to the official oh. launch of the Wonder Party. That's a short yeah. time to put a band together. Uh, not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. It's, it's only 59 words. Yeah. It depends what kind of effect you want to make. Yes, that's true. True that, true that. Well, we're looking for a world of wonders. Yeah, well. All, all thanks to the I, I, Ian Lee and Cass. And the late night alternative. There you go, you see. There you go. Um, what did you get up to at the weekend, George? Anything exciting? Uh, not really. I, I got involved with people who are occupying a, a building in Tottenham opposite the police station oh, in, yeah. the, in the high street. When you say got involved with them, what did you do? Take them some reefer? No, got a band together there. <laughs> Is the, the Let's Tick Together the Wonder Party band. band. Of course it is. Wow, led by just... an old connection of mine called Captain Riz, oh. who stood in, in a couple of uh, elections for me in the past. Yep. And he, he's part of the building. And, and they're marching to court tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock because they... They're in danger of losing the building. They've been there for seven months. So oh. if you're in Tottenham, nine o'clock, I'll be in bed. from the police station, the march to the courthouse, oh. wherever that is, um, could, could make news tomorrow. Could do. But, it, but it not, as good, not as big news as the possible Ian Lee's Wonder Party. Oh. I, here's the thing: the news aren't interested in me any, interested in me anymore since the owl attack. I think they've gone off me. No, no, you're 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 going to be making big news soon. Oh, I have you. no doubt oh. about that whatsoever. See, George, you weren't talking nonsense tonight. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's nice to talk to you, mate. Thank you very much. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, Tim says, I'm guessing Dennis is dead. Oh, don't say that. Well, no, it's a, Dennis is an old guy, 92, 93. He used to call us a lot. We took him to see Fifty Shades of Grey. We've not heard from him for ages. No. How would we go about finding out? Would Dealey know? Possibly. I'll message Dealey. Message Dealey. What time is it? He'll be up. Of course he will. He's a geezer, isn't he? He'll be reading his Guinness Book of Hot Hits. <laughs> Dealey's a guy we used to work with. He's been since he's, 1985. He's brilliant. He's very funny, and he's a he's a broadcasting machine. You would give that man a, a portable, um, you know, recorder, digital, um, not cassette, and you'd say, Justin, we need um, a vox pop in 20 minutes on whether people have seen aliens or believe in aliens or not. And he would he would come back with 
um, a, a, an interview with someone he'd met on the street who, who not only believed in them but had been abducted and been anally probed by them. He's, he was that good. Sometimes I think he might have told people what to say. I, I don't want to cast um, aspersions on him. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. What have we talked about so far, Catalina Boy? So far we've talked about foreskins at length. Oh, by the way, my penis is very, very brown. I was looking at it a lot this weekend after the conversations last week, um, and it's very brown. Anyway, continue. Thanks for the update. There we go. God. Uh, we've also talked about Hereditary without spoiling it. Yeah. I, now, I know you wanted to see that film um, with me, because you're a pussy. Um, but no, no, no one else comes to the pictures with me. No. It's, it's, a good, it's, a, it's a great film. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It is a great it's a great film. It really is. Um, great film. Really, it's really. Is. Film. It's a dark. It's a dark movie. Oh, well. Reminded me of something. Anyway, I don't matter. Is it something else I've not seen? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh my god! I tell you, I want to watch. I want to watch the next film. I want to watch is the. Are we mis- supposed to be going to see a film this week? Next week. Hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm going to like it. It's a film where this guy's kid goes missing, but it's all done on like Snapchat and oh. WhatsApp and stuff. So it's all like video film. I want to see um, Steve Martin in the Mr. Magoo film. That's what I want to watch. Well, you can watch that on your own. I wonder if there's a trailer for it. Go on, you carry oh, on. Oh, Magoo. Oh, Magoo. Was it Magoo he played? Uh, didn't yeah. he do Cluso? He did, yeah. Two of them. Beyonce what, was in one. What for? Been done. Oh my god. Okay, okay. Name three actors that have uh, played Clouseau. Oh, oh yeah, now we're going to get you. In movies, in actual movies. Okay. Three. Sellers. I tell you what, hang on a minute. Martin and. Yeah, go on. Um, Hercule Poirot. Right, now you've, uh, um, now you've been an idiot. How do you spell Clouseau? Because I think there might have even been a fourth. C L U S E A. You. C-L... How do you spell Cluzo? C-L-E-A... No. C-L... Let me write it down. Clue. Clue. C-L-E-U... No. C-L-O-U... C-L-O-U... S-E-A-U. Right. Cluzo. S-E-A-U. So you just... Um, I think there's a fourth one. Oh, God, loads of people have played yeah, it. Yeah, look. Oh, you can't Google it! I had to look up Cluzo. Alan Arkin was the other one. Yeah, Roger Moore. Yeah, but yeah, but not quite. Uh, Didn't that guy? There was. Um, oh no, it was Son of the Pink Panther. Son mm. of the Pink Panther. Um, okay. I used to think those films were funny. Robert Benigni. The first ones are funny, man. But I used to find the um, Inspector. No, not the Inspector. The Commissioner with the twitch terrifying. Um, the I tell you the one. The one that's funny is the second one from 1964, a shot in the dark, and that's the one where he goes. That's before they got a bit bloated. The ones in the 70s, Law of Diminishing Returns. They're funny, but but a shot in the dark is the one where he's um, he's uh, he goes like an old country house, and he puts on like this armored glove. With like a mace on it, yes. and he's and he can't get it off, and he's it's just bashing everything up. Bashing, and then he holds it behind his back, and he stood in front of a fire, and so it heats up. Oh, it's that is a great film. We should watch that together. Which was the one where he goes to the fairground, and there's a woman, and she's got massive boobs, and two like knives come out. 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's that. one that stood in the mind. The 70s ones are okay, but they're a little bit too. But Shot in the Dark is a great film because it's quite subtle. In the 70s, he went full on. Silly. Idiot. Um, evening, Simon. Good evening. How are we? Good, thank you, mate. What you got for us? Oh, uh, just a couple of <clears throat> random bits of rubbish, really. Oh, you sell it so well. Um, yeah, I'm not feeling very good. Oh. Um, What's going on? The, why, the, why the, glo- the global joke earlier on was hilarious, by the way. It's been that out was... there for a while. Roger reminded me of it, but I would have, I would have remembered it myself, guys. So actually, I take back that credit I gave to Roger because he's a cheat on Overwatch. Yes. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Um, and the other thing was Andre. Yeah. Um, if I was to put a face to a voice, yeah. the irony of it is that it would look like Alexi Sale. Mm. I've I've met Andre. He, um, he looks more like Dave Spikey, doesn't he? He does look like Dave Spikey. Oh, yeah, but he's got, he's quite bloated because of all the booze. Um, <laughs> ruddy, he's ruddy. He is funny. He is funny. Well, let's not get carried so, away. So look, I'm, I'm having a few bad days, and um, what's going on, man? I'm, I'm at a stage where I don't want to bring your show down, but I, I don't normally talk about my mental health. But let's do it. Well, it started off on Thursday or Friday. And um, I dropped my mobile phone in the bath. Always. Oh, did you put it in a bowl of rice immediately after? Yeah. Didn't yeah. Work. Fortunately, I've got a, a donor phone. I managed to cut and paste bits and pieces and get one working. But, right. Um, okay. It's just that because it, the one I was using wasn't, you know, you know, you set them up as you want them to be, and yeah. if they're not right, then, then it bugs you, you know. And um, so I, was, I had to battle all weekend with a. a, a substandard phone yeah. uh, that fucked me which which does add weight to your Facebook and Twitter yeah. argument because yeah. it you know it is true yeah um, I also use it for business as well so God knows how much work I've missed out on but this heat is really killing me at night yeah and yeah. Saturday I woke up with toothache so I had to, I had to um, go and have that all sorted out not that they did anything they just gave me some antibiotics so yeah. Um, so I've had all that to contend with as well, and now I'm just at a stage now where I just I've got loads of little bits and pieces I've got to do, and I just can't be bothered. I can't face anything, and I'm in a bit of a pickle, really. Um, well, um, here, well, thank you for sharing that with me. I appreciate that, Simon, because I know we normally have light-hearted jollies, and so it's good mm. to, to know that you feel you can come and talk um, some of the darker stuff. Um, yeah. uh, um, right. Well, don't worry about the phone because the phone's a pain in the ass, but it can be sorted. Oh, it's all right now. That's, Beautiful. That's, Fine. That's Fine. And, and, and I realise that me saying don't worry about something does not stop mm. one worrying about something. So I'll try not to say mm. that again. Um, all of the other bits and pieces you've got to do, can you write a list of them? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can do. I find, I, can lists, do. I find lists, personally, really helpful because what I do is I think, mm. right, I've got to, I've got to um, speak to my solicitor about the house. I've got to speak to the other solicitor about the divorce. Oh, God, I've got to get that thing for my kids. Oh, I'm supposed to have written that article. And it all, they all, in my head, they all just swim around yeah. and grow. It becomes like a cloud. Yeah, yeah. You just know it's a big, knotty mess. So if I sit down and just write down everything I've got to do, and it could be a long list or it might not be as long as I think, but I write down everything, and, I, and then I've got it there, and mm-hmm. I look at it, and then I can prioritise... 
Then I compare yeah. a big one up, like, I don't know, write a, a thousand word article, which I haven't got to do, but I'm using that. Write a thousand word article. I compare that up with a small one, like, oh, I've got to go and buy a comic for my kids. You know, uh, and so you're not got all the big ones sat there together because that makes a long old day. And also, you're not sitting there, and what I do when I know I've got loads of stuff to do, and you'd say, as you say, it all sort of ends up in this big tangly cloud in my head. Um, I, I spend a lot of time trying to remember what everything is. Yeah. Like, going through in my head over and over and over again get it down mm. it's like it's out of that, that little bit of it is out of your head and also if you get yeah. the list what, what i do and i can't sleep sometimes and i will let you talk simon i promise <laughs> is, the, right. is the night before i'll be in bed right and i will write down everything i think i have to do the next day and when i get up in the morning and i look at that list i then focus on the thing one thing at a time instead yeah. of doing that scattergun approach which i tend to do i focus on one thing at a time and the satisfaction of being able to pick up your pen and draw a line through it or a tick by it yeah. or a little star or whatever it is is great but also a lot of the stuff that you think about at the night when you look at it on a list in the morning you go ah oh, do you know what I, I don't really need to do that i don't need to do it today it's not something that's urgent or no. or sometimes you don't need to do it at all it's just stuff or that's I, been going round and round I don't want to. I don't want to um, wheel on your bonfire because no. you're, you're absolutely right what you're saying. But the the crazy thing is that on my phone yeah. I have a whiteboard yeah. which I keep all my lists and everything on. Yeah. And even though the phone is now recovered, the one app that is not working. Right. Well, why, you don't, well that's, 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 a, that's a bollocks app. You don't need. That's a stupid app. You don't need. Paper. I'm sure it's a bit of paper and a pen. Yeah. Oh, see, because you know what you're saying about the. The, the, the thrill you get when you draw a line through something. Yeah, yeah. I get that when I get to delete it off the whiteboard. Okay, but the whiteboard isn't there. What you're well, this is now, this is that this is that anxiety uh, that I'm feeling around not having Twitter. It's around electronic things that make us feel a connection. You don't need that app. You do I'm, not need that app. You need a pe- pen and a paper. I'm scared. I, I, I'm scared for. Not for myself, because it's not something that's really going to happen to me, but for, for people like yourselves yeah. and Catherine and my sister, my brothers, people with young children now, yeah. I, I fear for what the future is going to hold. Because even in this short time yeah. since the birth of the smartphone, yeah. the, the difference is made to life. And I really, really, I'm so glad that I'm not born now. Because I don't like the way things are going. Well, I really don't. You don't have to go along with any of it. I'm not. No, but you do. You get I'm not. In, Tell you what, you? No, no, no. My daughter is asking for a smartphone. She ain't getting one. You get sucked in, but then you have to. Um, um, You've got to edit it. Suck yourself off. No, hang on. You've got to. Um, oh, baby. There we go. Help. I used to be able to when I was a teenager, as, as I've told <laughs> Catherine. I'll try and show you later. But it's I all right. No, I can't. I'll show you. I'll no, show you on fine. air after the news. No, it's fine. Um, but, but the thing I'm finding with Twitter, and I'm going to be honest, I've got Twitter open during the show and I'm looking at it and I don't know how good that is, but we'll see, is that you can step away from it. You can, you can, you can step away from it. You can shape your future and the way you interact with technology. You don't need a whiteboard app. It's something that it's, it's someone has made up a thing for something you don't need. You've got pen and paper. You got the notebook on your phone. I got. I, I take notes on my phone. You know, if I've got an idea for the show, I'll just yeah. jot it down. Well, it's the same thing. It's yeah. Just, it's just it's it's uh it's on a, a widget it, rather it, than it, have to go into an app. Isn't it interesting that um you it sounds like you are using the loss of this whiteboard app mm. to stop you from facing all of the other things you got to do. 
No, I just, I know what I've got to do. I just really can't be, I think I'm at that stage. I, then, I don't normally, my mental health is normally very, yeah. very successfully managed. Then don't do it. What happens if you don't do it? Oh, nothing. Right, well, don't do them then. Don't, don't do them then. No, I know, I know. But I just like to have things done. I like to be organised and it, it bugs me. I don't like loose ends. Let, let go. Yeah. Let go. Before, before I go. Yeah. Can I say something a bit controversial without... Is it about you know, is it about sending all Muslims to the Isle of Wight and bombing it? No, no, I'm ringing LBC for that one. Oh, okay, minute. all right, good. Okay, right. yeah. Um, what? Because that's what, what we're doing. If, in the if next you got hour. if you got to cut me off, then then that's fine. I completely understand, right? Okay, go. But where's this going? I love this radio station. Yeah, and I listen to it all day long, right? Oh. I cannot understand why your company, whoever your bosses may be, yes. allow one of your presenters to treat this radio station with such contempt oh. that they can't be bothered to come in after time. And I've just found out that that person is now on two weeks' holiday, for goodness sake. You're speaking, of course, about Eamon Stay at Homes. I am. A yes, name that I, am. I think it's terrible. Well, here's the thing. Um, here's the thing. I have no idea... Uh, I've joked about it with my boss because it's it, you know it's it's noticeable and drive time is the second biggest show on on the station. Yeah. yeah. Um and um I've uh, and I like Eamon a lot. I don't know him very well, but he's always apart from once always been very very friendly to me and very very helpful to me, okay? So I'm I'm putting that yeah. out there that I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of Eamon's. But and yes, he does seem like a really nice guy. Oh, he's lovely. He's lovely. Um but yes, I, I mentioned it to my boss a while ago, and he said, "Well, look, you know, we knew from the start that Eamon had a lot of TV commitments, and that was." The, uh, I, I can't say too much about it because I, I don't know the ins no. and outs, and I don't want to slag off a colleague because no. I do like the bloke, and I don't know the decisions. But yes, I understand what you mean. For me, this is the greatest job in the world, and if Kath knows that, I, if I have to take a night off sick, um. I always call it in at the last possible moment because I hope there'll be some miraculous cure. And when I book a holiday, it's, you know, when I went to yeah. New York, right, I, I booked Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and Monday. Instead of booking a whole week off, I booked yeah. four nights off because I don't like being away from this job because this to me is the best job in the world, you know. Yeah. Well, and we still and feel like we're building something. Yeah, yeah, we are. We're, we're building something. So, yeah. uh, and it, I still like that about my job. You know, and the thing is, you guys... Predominantly, you guys make it known on on air about how passionate you are about this station and, and how you do want it to build and build and build. And then, like you said, I think that he comes across as a really nice guy. But if I had a driver working for me that treated my business with the contempt that he well, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, I'm going to move on now because we, we I, I, contempt is a hard word, and um, you know, I, and I appreciate that, Simon, and I hope you feel that you got a fair crack of the whip and we're allowed to say your piece. I think contempt is, is, is you know, we have no idea what is going on there. We have no idea what the deal is, what the situation is. No, and his is, arrangement and with the boss is between is, those two. Is between them. I, I, you know, I, I hope you feel that you know we talked about it as much as we could because I don't really want to. Um, you know, slag off a, a, a another presenter here. Apart from Julia Hartley Brewer, I think it's terrible. But um, it, 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 I, I do have a lot of time for him, and he, I, I think he's a nice bloke. And he's, as I say, he's always been very, very helpful to me. And um, who knows? I wish I had such a good contract where I could go off and do lots of TV work and stuff. But we're doing this. Sheila, stay there. We will come to you in a bit. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is Talk Radio. 
Across the UK, online and on DAV. Take a far out trip into the twilight zone of late night radio with Ian Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So I was in Windsor today. It was hot and um, I went to one of the two train stations. I'm not going to say which, um, just to sit down for a bit because I was waiting for my kids to finish school and I didn't want to sit outside. So I sat in the shade and um, sat one seat away from this old guy and I was reading and um, he started talking to me. I was like, oh, Jesus, God, I'll start to and, and uh, he had a North American accent, and he was asking, he was talking about the weather, it's a cool breeze here, I said, yeah, it's very cool. And we got chatting, and basically he was from Canada, he was on a cruise, and they'd got into to the UK yesterday, and they'd seen London, and they'd come out to see Windsor, and uh, in fact I met two tourists, I met, I met an American in the car park who didn't have change for the car park so i gave him a pound he said oh i died um, let me get i said whoa no hey listen welcome to windsor you enjoy your trip i looked over at the castle i saw the royal standard i said she's in and i walked off um <laughs> so i was talking to this guy and um he was and then his wife came over and she said i got the tickets and he said i'll be over in a bit and then his children came over children they were in their 40s this is how old this guy was right and they were chatting, and we were, I was chatting to this guy about Windsor and about kids and life and stuff. And um, and he said, that's my wife. We've been married 59 years. And I said, wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. And I went back to reading. I thought, do you know what? Um, as someone who's, whose marriage has not lasted that long, I'm going to try and get some advice from this elder. So I turned to him. I put the book down. I said, look, so I hope you don't think this is rude. Can I ask you? How have you managed to stay together for 59 years? Right. And this is a great bit of advice for everybody. He said, well, we both love the Lord. I went, ah, right, okay, yeah, yeah. You're nuts. Okay, got it, right. And then he then he said, then he said some nice things. But that was the first thing. But I tell you, he said a really nice thing, right? Been married 59 years, so they're in their 70s. And he said, every time I see her, I get that flutter. Isn't uh, that, isn't that amazing? Isn't like that? Isn't that what a beautiful thing? Every time I see her, I still get that flutter. And he pointed to his chest. Yeah. My mum and dad are like that. I saw him um weekend before last. We went over to my parents' house. We took all the kids. And my sister was there with her husband and her children. And they're all playing in the back garden. And there was just this moment. You know, like you said earlier on when you were with your youngest today and you could see him eating those blueberries and he oh, looked all beautiful and his yeah. hair just slightly too long but just gorgeous. And you yeah. kind of just took that moment in. There was a moment a couple of weeks ago when we were having this sort of this impromptu get-together. Kids had been playing and they all sort of went into the house. And I think I was sitting at one end of the garden and my pair, my dad had been sitting at the other end of the garden because he was near the kids and they're all talking to him and stuff. He likes to sort of preside over them. <laughs> Of course he does. You know, they climb all over him. But for a moment, they'd all gone. And my mum went to the end of the garden to sort of collect glasses and things that had been over there. And my dad, ah, oh, my dad just like put his arm out and she sat on his knee. And he gave her a kiss. And I was like, my God, they've been married since they were 21. That's amazing. That's what everyone wants, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, for that moment, that's, that's his, she's his girlfriend, you know? Yeah. Brilliant. 
Yeah. And who knows what's gone on? You know, my mum and dad have always seemed really solid to me, but who knows what goes on? Do your dad's experimented with men? No, not at all. But what I'm I mean just asking. Is, I'm sure it's not always been easy. So my dad used at. to work nights and, you know, there were ships that crossed in the night sometimes. Yeah. And I remember my mum sitting up waiting for him to come home from work to one, two in the morning or whatever. And she's kind of put herself out to make sure that she was always around for him when he wanted, you know, she hasn't really got other mates apart from my dad. Yeah. She's got a couple, but not many. So there's been sort of sacrifices and stuff, but flipping it, what? Uh, Can I ask so you a lucky. question? Mm-hmm. Do you think your dad would like to experiment with men? Because <laughs> Do you fancy him? I think he's hot. <laughs> I think, and I'm single now, and I'm thinking, well, <laughs> now's the time. If I'm gonna put something in my mouth, I might oh as well do God, it now. Oh my God! No, that's my dad. If I'm gonna put someone's dad in, in my mouth, it might as well be someone <laughs> your, I know. Your best friend. <laughs> no, because that wouldn't be weird for us, would it? <laughs> hey, Kath, um, I've got to tell you before we do the show tonight. I'm your new dad. <laughs> anyway. That's lovely. I'm Thanks so glad. for ruining that romantic moment. No, I'm so glad I asked this guy because I, I, I was doing that thing. Of, I'm, actually, I'm trying to read, you know, but I thought, actually, this guy's 59 years. He's, he's a visitor to these shores. I'm going to see if I can pick his brains and see where I've gone wrong. Um, and uh, I thought it was just beautiful. Every time I see her, I get, I still get that flutter. I thought, oh yeah, dude, that'll do. That'll do. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Sheila. Hi, Ian. I'm just gonna do my flies up. Sorry. Oh my god. That was an erotic story. Yes, Sheila. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. Hi, Hello there. Um, probably a theme actually, because I normally phone you when I'm it, like the last caller said, sort of feeling a bit up, but today. I'm not feeling so good, so just thought I'd want wanted to call you and talk about social media. Yeah, go on. Yeah, I'm not really into it. I haven't really been involved with social media. Sorry, I'm a bit distracted because there's a real echo on the phone. Is it? Hang on a minute. What I'm going to do is I'm going to click you. Sometimes I click you here and then I click you there. Has that echo gone? Um, yes, it has. There we go. No, no, it's back. Oh! Do you want to... All right, hang on a minute. I'm going to hang up. I'm going to try and call you back and see if we can get rid of it. Because you won't believe who's calling in now. Don't look. Don't look. You'll, you'll, you'll see it in a second. Let's get Sheila back first, and then we'll go to, um, to that caller. That's a surprise. A blast from the past. I think we sent up the bat signal. Hello? Hello. Is Sheila there, please? Yes, I'm Sheila. Hello, Sheila. It's Sam here. I'm just going to put you back on the air. Thank you very much. Okay. Just hold the line. Right, I think we've got Sheila back. Good evening, Sheila. <laughs> Hello. Is the echo there? It's a little bit better, thank you. I think it's your phone. But, uh, it probably is. Uh, it might actually be our so. crap network. Go on, go on. What were you saying? Yeah, so I just wanted to talk about social media because I've, yes. I've stayed away from it um, and don't really like it. I do have, I've suffered with depression like you do as yeah. well. Um, I've always thought it's best to stay off it so yeah. obviously i'm on facebook like most people are but i just kind of like things people but you know first pictures of their babies <laughs> yeah. farting or something or whatever just like 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 but i don't put anything on it i'm really careful about yeah. it but i've been working sort of on a you know work project probably for 18 months or so now and now i have to promote it i have to go on to yeah apparently Twitter, to, to do stuff. So I've, I've started to do it, and I just feel really uncomfortable about it. And the reason I thought I'd phone you is because I know that you've had the weekend off Twitter. Yeah. Um, and I've heard bad things about it, and I just, I don't feel comfortable. And I've had a big argument with my best friend tonight because I, I said to him, can you do my Twitter? And he wants to do it for me because he knows I'm rubbish at it because I just, I put things on that aren't funny or interesting. Um, and he 
he is a, like social his work is social media yeah and i just it's we had a massive row to be honest today about it because he ended up shouting at me oh. because he wanted me to put this on and that on and i i just the whole day the whole evening i just feel really wound up and but this second of it. it normally the arguments are on twitter you not not the arguments behind the scenes of twitter god that's exactly it <clears throat> that's it i'm not someone no i will not do that in public i'm i'm actually although i know i phone you yeah but i i don't put anything about myself on social no. media i don't i really try not to it's not my thing and i know when i've got depression it's also not a thing to have do you, because you're going to get negative comments. Have, so did you just start today putting stuff about this project on Twitter? Um, I signed up to Twitter, I think, a few months ago, but it was under a different name. I didn't really do anything with it. Yeah. Um, but I've had to put this project on it. Let recently, me ask you, let me ask you why. And I mean, you reveal as much or as little about the project as you want. But why have you had to put it on Twitter? Because I need to market it um, with the person I'm working with and get um some customers right how many customers which was fine i have been putting stuff on i've got i've got 10 followers so right. far which is rubbish i know yeah. but um and so i've asked my i said i don't like doing it and um, i asked my friend who used to work for the like work for the government doing like tweet social media stuff and yeah. he's really good and i said i'd rather you just do it so but i'd like you to sort of put things like ask me first um, and he said, the first thing you need to do is take off the generic photo you've got and put a photo of yourself on. And that's oh. what had a big row about because I said, I really don't <clears throat> feel comfortable doing that. And you don't have um, to do anything like that that you don't want to. If, if you don't want to put a picture of yourself online, then you don't have to. And no one can make you do that. No, and that's what I kept saying. I don't I want to think about it. I don't feel right doing that. And it's not. I'm not ashamed of myself, but I don't want... I just hear about yeah. people, the abuse they get and stuff, and I I don't want to put myself up to that. But he said he will deal with the whole account. I won't have to look at it. If anything offensive comes in, he'll deal with it. But why does he... Why... Why? I can see so many flaws in this guy's argument, but... What, have you put the air conditioning up? No. It's got, freezing in it. It's got very, about... very warm, Catherine. I've just started. I've just noticed a bead of sweat going down my, my back. I haven't touched it. Outrageous. <laughs> we will have worse. I'm sorry about that, Sheila. You're lucky to have air conditioning. Yeah, I'm not lucky to have Catherine conditioning. <laughs> uh, um, it, uh, why does he think having a picture of you on there I will know help? He, he, I did know do it for, he did do it for a job, to be honest, and he said to me, you need to have things that are personal so yeah. people get interested and right. i do i i know he's right yeah, well here's he the said, thing you've got 10 followers you ain't going to sell nothing with 10 fo- you're not going to sell anything with 10 followers no. exactly what he's saying he said you put your picture on there the people that are in that market are going to see that picture and like it and no. you're going to get more and i know he's right about it but i just haven't felt comfortable and i just I don't know, because you were talking about it today. If and you I feel uncomfortable, if you feel un- if you feel uncomfortable, if anything in your workplace makes you feel uncomfortable, then you do not have to do it. And putting, if you've been very wary of social media, putting a picture of yourself on Twitter um, to some people will seem like no big deal at all, but it obviously is a big deal for you. And I think we have kind of um i think it is actually a big deal for all of us but we've just become so used to it if it makes you uncomfortable then you do not have to do it you do not have to do it at the same time if it's going to get me 
um, more followers and I don't stuff, think, maybe. I, I don't think it will. I don't think it will. The thing is, this is what I wanted to say to Catherine about, actually. It's, um, my friend said to me, obviously, he, he's done really well on Instagram and stuff like that. Yeah. Really well. And he, he does, he put a joke on, the same joke on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter the other day. And he got loads of people on Facebook and Instagram liking it. But Twitter, I think there were like three. Mm. And it was the same joke. But he, he seems to think that now it's, it, it is a very commercial thing and you need to get an audience. I don't so, think Twitter sells out. Jimmy Carr, I've got a friend of mine, um, Paul Garner, uh, writes for Jimmy Carr. And a couple of years ago, Jimmy Carr told him that when he tweets his tour dates, he doesn't notice any significant increase in ticket sales. Right? So okay. um, I think, I don't think Twitter sells stuff. And I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to do an experiment for the rest of the week Okay, on this show. We're not going to tweet anything during the show. We're still going to Periscope and YouTube it, but I'm going to turn the Periscope connection off with Twitter so it won't tweet it. Mm-hmm. So... I'm not going to tweet any topics. I'm not going to tweet the phone numbers. I'm not going to tweet. I'm not going to tweet anything, right, for the rest of the week. Okay. Now, it, it, it's it's a slightly false experiment. It won't prove. All we may get more phone calls. We may get less. I don't know. It won't tell us how many people are listening. But I really wonder if us tweeting stuff actually generates. I don't think it does. Content. I don't think it does. Because to be honest, I only obviously I'm not a big example because I'm not into social media, but no. I do the people that are on my thing are the people that I like. So I'll actively look for the people I like and follow them. Yeah. And I must say, the one thing it did make me do is look at, what's your YouTube thing? Oh, yeah. um, the trial the other night. Because oh, yeah. normally I just listen. Yeah. And I had some work to do, so I thought, I can't really listen. I could listen to the radio, but I put it on the, the computer and I watched, I watched you guys, and it was amazing. I really liked doing that. It felt very different mm. watching on YouTube. Doing the live trial? Well, the YouTube's there all the time, every night, so people can watch it. Oh, is it really? Oh, oh. oh yeah. YouTube.com oh, slash Ian Lee. That. We do a live feed every single night that's, that Matthew moderates for us, and it's a nice, friendly environment. So you'd be welcome to come along and, and join and, and watch in there, or you can watch them afterwards oh, right. if you've missed the show. Okay. It, goes, it gets recorded and stays up. Um, so is this an ongoing situation for you, Sheila, that's going to carry on throughout the week? Yes, it's going to be a, a, a thing for... Yes, I, I have to be on Twitter, and I, I was on Twitter, I was perfectly comfortable, but like I said, it was a generic photo, and the argument today was about putting a photo of myself on, and this is what I want to speak to, like, just to mention is Catherine, it, yeah. the sort of feminism, I don't want to be just, he, he does know his stuff, and he's completely a feminist, but he said, well. these days, you, no, he, he really is, um, right old lefty, and he's just, but the thing is, you cannot get any followers on any social media if you're nobody without putting in a photo i don't know how true that is i think it's really interesting you're a woman or let me say one thing then you come in i just think it's really interesting it's a bloke telling you Mm. to put a picture of yourself on to sell yourself i know i know but honestly he he's like you ian he's a real kind soft person he's like my best friend he's nothing like what i'm making him sound like no 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 no, it's not that he knows exactly how I feel, but he's like, we need to get some interest in, right. in this website. Here's what I think he's driving at, and I, I may be wrong. Um, when I'm on Twitter, if someone speaks to me on Twitter, 
I always prefer if it's a, someone with a real name and a real picture. Otherwise, it yes, could be anyone. Exactly, yeah. And I don't take them as seriously. And also, you know what it's like when you're on Twitter or anywhere, really, where you get you can get. Um, I don't know. You just can't. There's no connection to a. I'm not got a connection to a brand. I wouldn't follow a brand, but I might follow the person behind it. So, for example, let me yeah. just pull a name out of the air. Uh, Joe Malone, if she was still running mm. her perfume, she's not doing them anymore. She does her own thing now. But I'm interested in her. I'm not necessarily interested in following a brand where they're just going to send me loads of adverts. Yeah, absolutely. So it's I about, think that's what he is getting at. I and think I that's just... what he's saying. And there are people on YouTube going, oh, it's about sex sales. No, it isn't. I never flash my uh, like chest or legs or I don't do those sort of selfies. No. I don't do I don't do selfies generally. I'll put a picture with my face on it, one that I'm generally happy with. So it generally doesn't really look like me. Um, no, it does. <laughs> but um, but I don't do it to tantalise or anything. It's just so you can go, right, yeah, this is me um, and, and, and this is what I'm saying. And I'll kind of mix... You know, I try not to just um, tweet stuff about the show. I'll, I'll tweet other things. But generally, it's nothing massively personal. I don't bang on about my personal life on there. No one knows who I'm married to. No one knows who my children are. Um, I try not to be too smug on there either. Like, oh, look at this delicious dinner I'm having. Um, mostly because it's just <laughs> yeah, egg and I, chips. I follow you both, actually. Well, I so, like the stuff you say, so I do understand. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, you I do know. what you feel comfortable with. Uh, Sheila, no, listen, no, no, Sheila, no, no, I've, got, I've got to move on. I've got to move on. Let us know, no let us know how it goes throughout the week. Thank you very much indeed. Um, I'm just being told that the flipping app and the website are down, so no one can listen to us apart from DAB. <laughs> Who has a DAB? Sweet Jesus. Um, and um, thank you, Sheila. I'm sorry to do it so quickly. I just, I'm, I'm really, we just lost that person who was going to be next, and I'm just seeing if Sam's going to um, be able to um, get them back. Let's take a quick break. While we, unless you're speaking, are you speaking to them now? Okay. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I don't know if there's any point in us carrying on with the show because apparently the website is down, the app is down. Um, and um, it was Ken in Newcastle who was calling in, but then he bottled it, which is which is is great because I I, I really cannot stand that gentleman. Um, but so 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 there's only 177 people listening to the show right now, and those are the people on on YouTube. Well, unless you've got DABs. Well, unless you've got DAB, but I mean that's patchy. Well, that's, I feel kind of deflated. We were doing so so well, and then you know now no. Sod can listen to us. Oh well, if you are listening, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Now, um, for those of you in the know, uh, uh, Gemma Collins, the the lady, has got a book out. Catherine, I believe you've managed to blag a yes. free copy of the book. Thanks very much to the people at Headline Hachette. Thank you, Headline Hachette, for um, sending me a copy. I've got this fantastic pink book. Yeah. What's it um, called? It's called. Gemma Collins, the GC, how to be a diva. So she's known. I've been as, wondering. I've been wondering she's how known done. as the GC, is she? By herself, yes. Yeah. She okay. talks. To, she talks about herself as the GC. Okay, she speaks in the third person. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's always good, right? Okay. Give us. A, give us a. Snack. Do you want the intro? Of course I do. So, girls, you're right, darlings. Oh. <laughs> if you bought this book, ordered it online, borrowed it from a library if they still exist, or oh. won it in a raffle, then congratulations. You have taken the first steps to a world where everything is fabulous. Okay. She's a good writer. I oh, like her style. She's so good. Men will fall at your feet, riches will be bestowed on you, and you will have the biggest, bounciest hair ever, and you'll get what oh. you want, whatever that is. 
you'll be respected, adored, envied, and some people might get a little bit scared of you. But Uh-oh. don't worry, it will be because of their insecurities and not because you've turned ugly or anything. Does it mention falling through holes in floors? Not yet. Okay. This is just the introduction. She's oh, not no. going to go holes no. for a good old while. Well. I would expect. <laughs> well. you got to warm them up first. Yeah. You will have more fun than you ever thought possible. Your life will be filled with drama, but not the depressing type of drama like the stuff you see on EastEnders. She never wrote this. It will be the glamorous sort of drama, like on Desperate Housewives. Oh. She never watched that. She's too young. Oh. The reason for all of this is because you're about to become a diva. And yes. that is a good thing, believe me. Yes, girlfriends. My name is Gemma Collins, but I'm more commonly known as the GC. Yeah. One of the nation's diva icons. But then you already know that because you bought this book, for which I salute you, because you didn't have to buy it. There were lots of other choices in the bookshop or on Amazon or wherever. So let me reassure you that your hard-earned money has been well spent. You've made an investment in your future. If you were weighing up whether to buy this or some chick-lit novel, you're in luck, because I promise you the next few hundred pages will be much more interesting than that Sophie can tell you are considering. So far, this is all about how fabulous the book is going to be. So good. Okay. Let's face it, those kinds of books are all the same. Heroine is unfulfilled, heroine goes on journey, heroine finds man, tragedy happens, heroine finds herself, man saves her, they all live happily ever after. This book is different because you're the heroine. Oh, it's like a choose-your-own-adventure book. And the journey you're about to embark on is a journey of self-discovery. If Jackie Collins, rest in peace, did (laughs) self-help... Respect to the bitch! Then this is what she would have written. In fact, thanks to my psychic ability, more of that later, I'm channeling Jackie as I type. Right. Literally, there is Brentwood glamour dripping off my shellac onto the keys of my laptop as I write this. Wowzers. I don't know how much of this is actually from her own fingers. Should we, should we, should we, should we delve in? We'll go yeah. further. Go on. Let's, let's, let's plough in. Go on, plough in. Elizabeth, cat's in, Riz. Stay there, we'll come to you in a bit. All right, here we go. Um, do you want to... Let's look at some of her inspirations. OK, go on. Uh... She, oh, she, uh, here we go. Right, so she's going to, oh my, she really has gone, she's done quite a few chapters. Okay. Uh, oh, hang on, no, let's go, let's do this bit, right. Oh yeah, here we go, Diva Goddesses. Diva Goddesses. Here's a list. This is who we're supposed to aspire to. Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe, MM, is the Queen Diva in my opinion. She's my heroine and my inspiration. I've got photographs of her up in my living room and she's an icon. (laughs) What a classy (laughs) living room. That must be the GC. Some days I feel like I am her, reincarnated. I would have loved to have met her. I think we would have had some great girly nights out and understood each other. Mm. I sometimes think I'm a modern day Marilyn. Gosh. Misunderstood. I would say more of Diana Dawes. Lusted after by men. Mm. Blonde. Curvy. Marilyn had the right mix of vulnerability, determination and steel. She could play the diva role, but also be shy and modest, much like myself. Yeah, we go. Madonna. Yeah. When I was growing up, I had Robbie Williams posters all over my wall. I loved Take That. I lived and breathed them. Robbie was my favourite. I wanted to be with him physically. Oh. That boy who's now a man ticked all the boxes for me. He was wild. He was dangerous. He was this. He was that. She's actually written he was this. He was that. My best mate Vicky was into E17 and we sometimes nearly came to blows about who was better. Basically, Robbie was my teen crush and my eye candy, but my role model was always Madonna. Not only is she supremely talented and can knock out a tune, she also doesn't give a shit about what people think of her and will stop at nothing to get what she wants, whether that happens to be an adopted kid from Malawi or custody of her own son from Guy Ritchie. (laughs) Wow! (laughs) I've not met her yet, but I know one day I will. She'll hear about me and she'll want to hang out with me. Um, 
why is does this book? E- I know I've I've met Gemma. I like Gemma, but why does this book exist? Because we all want to be a diva. Do we? Well, let's let's <laughs> hang on. Let's ask let's ask Elizabeth. Elizabeth, do you want to be a diva? Who, me? No, you must be joking. <laughs> oh, OK. So Elizabeth doesn't want to be a diva, Catherine. <gasps> oh, maybe she already is a diva. Could be. <laughs> Hong Kong fooey, could be. <laughs> Hello, Elizabeth, what have you got for us? Um, I, I phoned you about, uh, what, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I Really, I wanted to phone to see how you're doing, how you are. I'm all right. Are you feeling any better? I'm all right. Uh, you know, etsy-ketsy, as the Greeks say. That means up and down. Um, but it sounds, <laughs> it sounds better, etsy-ketsy. I'm all right. Yeah, that's good. No, I phoned you about a couple of weeks ago. And How are you, Elizabeth? Me? Uh, I've got some news to tell you. Uh-oh, are you pregnant? <laughs> I didn't get you pregnant on the phone, did I? Because that can happen, I think. <laughs> Damn you, you knew. No, no. <laughs> it wasn't that. No. no uh, my, uh, my radio boss... Uh, oh, you're the lady there. who got... Was in to, love. Got in love, got loved up and... <laughs> Felt up and all kinds of wonderful things with her boss at the Come radio on, station. Don't cheapen it. It was romance. How long? You, how long have you been going out with him now? Uh, we've known each other for eight years. Right. And how? But how? The question was: How long have you been courting? How long have we been courting? Uh, <laughs> about a month and a half. Alrighty. And what? He's going to take you away on your first holiday together to Bogner. More like Costa del Skeg. No, there no, we yeah. go. All right. Yeah, on the bumper cars and, yeah, great fun, surely. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, he, uh, he, he took me away over the weekend. We went down to Canterbury. Beautiful. Mini break. There we go. Uh, this is great. <clears throat> we did. We went to see, uh, uh, we went to see Darren Brown. Yeah. And, um. I like Darren. He's good. Yeah. Uh, Darren's lovely. Yeah. And, um, he proposed to me. <laughs> he proposed to you? Well, you don't know if she said yes yet. Oh, sorry, I, I, I played the Billy Idol too early. Sorry, go on. <laughs> I played Billy Idol too early. Go on. What, what did you say? <laughs> and, uh, I said yes. Nasty for a white wedding. Here we go, Elizabeth. This is for you. Nasty white wedding. There we go. That's that's lovely. I think I've got it queued up now. So, um, nice day for a white wedding. So that's good. So, um, when are you getting married? Possibly either by the end of this year, and if not, into next year. Oh, you know what? Next year will be good. Do you know why? Why? It's a nice day for a white wedding. (laughs) What, next year? That doesn't work at all. Yeah, it is. It's a good good day for it. It's a good day for a white wedding. (laughs) Catherine looks disgusted with my attempt at humour. Pick a date. It wasn't hard. Just go. What about June the fourteenth? Why? Because it's a nice day for a white wedding. Don't go. What about next year? Why? Because it's a. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I mean, that doesn't work. Okay. Well, um, I. Okay. Well, let's get our predictions in. I think it will last six months. <laughs> you getting the predictions in already? Catherine, do you want a sweepstake on this? 
I think it will last. Well, they've known each other eight years. Hang on, yeah. they might be getting married early next year, which is. Laura, my wedding. Early next year is not a day. Stop it. Um, I think, I think, it, I think it, I think it's going to be all right. <laughs> just all right. Now, you all think, right. Hang on. You think Elizabeth's wedding is going to be just all right? No, that, Matt. No wedding, a marriage. That is. Flipping heck, Elizabeth, I, I, you, you want to hope for six months of pure passion and then it ends. That's my prediction. She thinks it's going to be all right for a nice day for a white wedding. All right is most anyone can ask for. Um, but anyway, good luck with that. Do you want a bridesmaid? <laughs> I'll do an all right job. Yeah, he's, yeah he... we'll, 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 we are looking for a decent photographer. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> I'm not decent, I'm all right. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. <laughs> See, is it what Catherine thinks your wedding is going to be? <laughs> all right. Your actual wedding, the day... Here we go. <laughs> We'll get to the chorus. They do go on, don't they? That's the fellow who ran over himself, so I don't really think he's a good advisor. He was eating the jacket potato! He wasn't alright. Right, now I've got it queued up. Right, okay. Here's and uh, yeah, and here's what how Catherine thinks your wedding day is going to be. Yeah. So, so what, what's your fella's name, Elizabeth? Peter. Right. So imagine like Elizabeth and Peter there. Catherine goes up. Hey, um, really enjoying it. How, how do you think the wedding's going? It's all right. It's all right. It's going to be all right. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> you don't sound convinced. All right, then I'll say it louder. Stand back, everyone. <laughs> hey, Peter, I'll be honest. I think Catherine was right. It's not going well. Hey, Elizabeth, what are you talking about? So, you know, all right's good. <laughs> but, but then, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, um, for, uh, this, this may take a while because I've not heard this song for a long time. Oh, blimey. Oh, no. <laughs> six, six months later, just bear with me, this will take a while. Go make yourselves a cup of tea. Here we go. <clears throat> this could take a while. <laughs> Seriously, stop laughing because you won't be able to keep it up. I haven't heard this song for years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh, so we go. There we go. There we go. Six months later. 
Six months later. This yeah. is the end. Oh, beautiful friend. <laughs> You're so horrible. It's not my marriage that's collapsed, well, mine has. No, mine's mine, all right. My only friend in the end. So get ready for it. That's inevitable. <laughs> I mean, in retrospect, in retrospect, my prediction looks good now, doesn't it? Well, the signs, the signs at the wedding when it was just all right. I mean, it's really all right. Weren't great. <laughs> Elizabeth, you are a very good sport, and Catherine is a proper meanie. And uh, we wish you the very, very best of luck. Um, um, oh, it's I, nothing compared to what Peter did. This was our what? very first date. What did Peter do? Was it all right? I'll quickly tell you. Was it the end? YouTube, there's a YouTube video. If you look up St. Barnabas Hospice. Yes. Uh, because I do a radio show. Okay, ours is better. Uh, although yeah, although it, it, it's broadcasting to less people right now because of the website. Thank you so much for the very confidence, Barry. Yes. Thank you. Love you too. Yeah. Uh, we did a charity event. Oh. I did the ice bucket challenge. Oh, yeah. We raised £175. Which wasn't too bad considering we set it up about two, three months yeah. ago. Yeah. And there was me thinking, oh, it's just going to be a bucket of water. Fine. No, I received 11 buckets. I received six buckets of gunj and five buckets of water. One bucket was bad enough. I was wrecked. Wow. And that was our first that date. Was, that was the that was the date. That was the date. He took you on a date and poured ice over you? Gunj and water, yeah. Oh man alive. Well I've 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 got And I don't know how I still I've got some advice for you. Let it go, let it go. <laughs> okay, killed that joke there. All right, Elizabeth, thank you very much. Best of luck. Take care. And I, I, I can't come on busy then. Oh, oh three. Is it because it's frozen because of the ice bucket. Is yeah, that yeah, what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It, was, it was tenuous. I was running out. It's a bit, yeah. I, I mean, okay, but still, I still, still did it. So that's you've got to be. Don't be. Don't be such a cow. <laughs> it's, it's, it's cats in Riz. Hi there. Hello there, cats in. Uh, hi, Ian. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Okay, cool. How um, are you? I'm ringing up, basically. I'm very well. I'm ringing up because uh, I believe you spoke to maybe Rainbow George a little earlier on I in the show. I spoke to maybe Rainbow George a little bit earlier on in the show, yes. Yeah, so I'm just ringing up on behalf of what he basically said about the community centre in Tottenham and what's happening tomorrow, maybe letting people in London know what's going on. Okay, sure. Okay, so basically there's... Um, a community centre in Tottenham called Tea Chances. Oh, this is the, you know, this is the, um, the, the okay, yes, I'm, I'm with you now. Go on, yeah, go on. You with me now? I'm with so you now. Basic, okay, cool. So this is just referring to people that tomorrow, like, there's quite a big day for the people of Tottenham, their community centre, which was given then to them in the 16th century okay. by some lit people of literature and translators of, yeah. um, of different languages into yeah. English from Bibles and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, it was given to the people of Tottenham, basically, yeah. and it was being given by some trust. Don't tell me they want to knock it down and build um, luxury apartments. Basically, that's, that's that's the way they want to do it. But Whoa. it's our building, yeah. and it's been given to us, yeah. and we're really not going to try and not allow this to happen this time. Um, so, yeah. go on. No, I was going to ask, so, so you've, you've occupied it? Well, it's the, the community workers have 
sort of occupied it. And it's sort of one of these where when is a squat not a squat when uh, people are allowed to be in the building, but the trustees don't want them to be in the building. Okay. So it's that sort of it is a really weird predicament. But tomorrow we're going to Edmonton County Court to try and get this squatting order um, thrown out, basically. So they have to deal with the things correctly and not just say there's a bunch of squatters in there, which there's which there's not. Is this the St. Anne's site? The St. Anne's, not really. So okay. it's, it's actually, no, it's just T. Chances opposite, basically, Tottenham Police Station. Okay. It's on its oh. own bit of land. And it's a, it's a beautiful building, really, yeah. that's been allowed to run down. So basically, they can say there's no community people in there. It's beyond disrepair, the, the, you know, the usual way they get rid of community centres. Yeah. But they've got a bit of a match this time because there's a group of community workers in the community that really got their act together, uh-huh. hopefully. And, um, yeah, we're fighting it. So we just want people to know about this building, that it was left for the people of Tottenham. It's not a council building. No. It's a self-funding charity building, which has a license for, to, for music and entertainment. So it can finance its own well-being and help other people to um, but have is it, chance of... Uh, right, listen, I'm, yeah. I, I, you know, let, let me play devil's advocate for a second, just so I want to get the full picture of the story. Uh-huh. Is it, you're saying it's in a state of disrepair? It's becoming like that. So how, how come it if, it's self, if it's self-funding, what, has it been allowed to get into a state of disrepair so that yes. it can be sold gross on? Gross mismanagement. Right. Yes, gross mismanagement okay. by the trustees. Okay, well, I, I, I to, I've, okay, I've got to say, because I've, I've been involved in arguments with trustees before, that they're not oh, here to, you uh, yeah, exactly, uh, that they're not here to defend themselves, so I'm sure they would, they would object to that. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I have to say that. Um, and uh-huh. so what kind of stuff would normally go on in there then when it when it was up and running and working perfectly? Well, when it was up and running perfectly, there should be markets in there. Um, there should be bands playing in the evening. Yeah. Um, it's basically for like, creative art, um, oh, photographers. Should, everything should be and could be going on in there through the day, stuff for the children, yeah. for older children, teenagers. It, it's a big, it's basically a mansion house with a lot of rooms and a lot of space for every sort of community event happen there i mean for example now now we've been in there we've got jam nights we've got a uh, caribbean sundays all day the um, the mum and papas they come and have caribbean what? food and bring their grandchildren not the 60s um, pop got, group yeah no, no, <laughs> no not 60s no, pop okay, group. Right, yeah. uh, and we've got we've got workshops going and it's just it's just even so you, hang on you've got ongoing. so you've got all this stuff going on even though it, exactly. It's um, uh, it's sort of been taken over by the the the, the builders, or even though it's not supposed to be functioning. Exactly. Wow. We've carried on functioning to prove that it can function, and it's not beyond this sort of disrepair. And the community are using it and do want to oh, use it. Man. And um, it's you know we're going to carry on. So we're we're doing our best to hold on to it. We need more support obviously for anything yeah. like this, especially when if we win tomorrow then we're going to need so what is what support. is tomorrow what is what exactly is tomorrow then you're going to call well, tomorrow is we've gone the basically the trustees put in a, a belief that we were squatting it and right. said that there's squatters in the building so they got a squatting order they used they used they used the injunction um the is a really weird situation nine o'clock in the morning about two weeks ago the uh, security came in, took the, took everybody out of the building. Within two o'clock in the afternoon, the security guards decided they didn't want to um, 
take care of this community building and make it secure. So they walked away. The community workers walked back in. In the few hours that we went back into the building, we went to the courts, to the high courts to get an injunction on their their court order to go back to court and start all over again. So tomorrow, basically, it's the building trying to prove to the court that they're not squatting. Hey, listen, man, I think that we need more places like this. I think the places where people can go and be encouraged to be artistic and make noises and paint and and take pictures and kids can go and and, and interact with artistic people and anywhere you can eat jerk chicken, uh, you know, I I, I think that's got to be a winner, man. And listen, I don't know the full story, but... um, uh, I, I suspect, and maybe you suspect too, that you, you're fighting a losing battle because these things never well, end up. These things never end up well for the. And I'm going to say this, and so please don't be offended. The little no, people. Do you know what I mean by that? I do. I do know what you mean. Well, we're going to try and change change well, that so. and show people that there is a chance. And um, basically, so, the Rainbow George and the Rainbow Alliance said, let's let's well, all stick together <laughs> and try and don't put all your eggs in the Rainbow like, George basket. But um, listen, <laughs> oh, no, he's a, he's a good man. He's a good man. We need we, we need man. more people like that. If people need to know more, they can yeah. go to SaveTottenham399.com. All right, wicked. Can you um okay. can you give us a call maybe later in the week and let us know how it goes? I can, certainly can do that. Nice one, man. Best of luck. Okay. And to so all your listeners, cool. Have a lovely evening. Thank you, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Cool. Um, community, community, community. It's a dying, um, it's a dying thing. I can't. Well, I'm moving to a tiny village. I can't wait to get involved in the community. I'm down the road from a spooky church. I'm going to go to that church. And people that, um, we don't know the full story. I don't know, you know, what was going on with the trustees. It just reminds me of Penn School when, you know, the trustees, you know, you know. Um, but people that want to try and make their community better, can't, I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that at all. He seems like a decent bloke, you know. Note of caution, one side of the story. Oh, no, exactly. Oh, exactly, exactly, exactly. But you know that um, with libraries closing down and with, you know, uh, I don't say youth centres because I don't really like the phrase you, but but just, just places that you can go to. Again, Matt Haig mentions libraries in the book. Places where you can go to for free. Yeah. The way that where there's 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 no profit to be made. A lot leaves a lot of people scratching their heads. But, but, but a room full of books. There's no. How do we make money out of that? You can't. You can't really. But it's just there to enrich. You know society. Yeah, and libraries are really important, right? You're really lucky if you're able to have a room full of books. Kathleen Moran talks about how her upbringing was in libraries. Her education oh, was yeah. in libraries. She'd go and lose herself in there for hours on end her parents couldn't afford to keep buying her books but that's where she went she was homeschooled she went that's where she got a lot of her education from you know for those people and for you actually at certain points in your life you'll need a library oh yeah, yeah. you've got to be just hoping that it's still around by the time go you go in, go in and also you're not I, I disagree with this you, you don't have to be quiet in libraries anymore no not you, anymore you, there's no shush there's no shush. There's, there's all havoc going on when we had the kids when they were little we'd go to the library all the time because it's it's a free place to go and just chill out pick up books they'd often have a storyteller or a puppet show or you know make something it was great we go to the library all the time i used to take my eldest to this thing called music makers and it was the only place where she was absolutely silent for a whole hour didn't want to join in and then we'd go to tesco's around the corner afterwards and she'd be singing the songs at the top of her lungs all the way around tesco so she was getting something out of it just wasn't necessarily wanting to conform um I wish them the best of luck. You know, again, we've only heard half the story, so we, we don't know. But there's just, you know, the, the places where people and kids, and not just kids, old people, people my age, people in there, they can go for free. 
and um you know meet people see different things taste different things there's, there's hardly any of these at all and it's it's heartbreaking uh right the late night alternative talk radio the late night alternative with ian lee on talk radio Oh three four four. I don't need to give the number out. We've got two calls, and we've only got a few minutes left before Paul Ross comes on at one. Let's go to Matt. Good evening, Matt. Hi, how you doing? I'm good, thank you, Matt. What you got for us? Good. Uh, a couple of things. Wanted to throw my hat in the ring as uh, Elizabeth and Peter's wedding photographer. I think I have to be all right. Oh, people. Would ang- you be all right though? I think I'd be all right. Good. Yeah. Um, look at you, people angling for work. Um, I don't know when it is, but I think I'm busy then. Mm. No, it's a, you know, it's a tough gig though, so, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it for £500. I'll do it for four nine 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 fifty. Well, you're an idiot, because I'll do it for four fifty. No, four twenty-five. You can do it then. But you're busy. <laughs> no, I'll do it for, what are you bartering him down for? I'll be free, because well, I want him to lose money. Incredible, yes, incredible. Like it is incredible. <laughs> 750 quid, all in. Oh, jeez, that's a bit, that's a, no, come on, cash in hand. No, no, it goes straight through the books. Bearing in mind it's only going to last six months, it's barely worth it, is it? Yeah. Well, exactly, but then she can get the second one for 500. So that was the, uh, you know, so I'll try to ch- ch- okay. chance my arm, you know. Well, let's, let's, let's see it, see if we can get you some paid work. That would be lovely, I haven't had some for a little while. Oh, yeah. I'm only all right. Um, the other thing was I wanted to say because while no one's listening I wanted to impart a, a really quite uh, horrendously embarrassing thing that happened to me on oh, yeah. Sunday yeah um, so I had my kids at the weekend and we went to Gulliver's Kingdom which is um, a, a fun park for, for smaller-ish yeah children. I've seen the seen the signs for this on the motorway is this Milton Keynes uh, no this was over in Mac, uh, Matlock Bath. right yeah there's two of them. I've seen an advert for it on the telly when I've been yeah, staying in a yeah. region they're growing. Um, I think they're, they're expanding, but the one in Matlock. Well, they don't want to grow too big because they're supposed to be small. I know that's only Lilliput. I know there was a land where there were big people as well. <laughs> okay, guys, but please just indulge well, me. There's one Lilliput. Again with B, didn't it? The yeah. big place. Bolsack. Yeah. No. Growing too big is where the story beca- uh, comes from. Oh okay. no. Yeah. Taking the kids there quite a few times, and you know, it's, it's very much designed for you know, kind of sub-adolescent yes. kind of age kids. It's not it's not like Alton Towers. Yeah. Um, but we go on the pirate ship is one of their favourites. Oh, the one that... On does Sunday, it swing? Yeah. Ah, oh, flipping eight um, those. On Sunday, I had I was just with my youngest because my eldest had gone off to a scout thing. Um, and so we were... We got in the queue for the pirate ship. We got on. We sat down. Um, on Saturday, we'd been on together and it was been, it'd been great. But we sat down on the Sunday and the bar came down to hold us in. And it, it, I, it wouldn't fit. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't. Sh- well, it shut, but it was so painful pushing into me. Well, in your gut or your knees? Yeah, in my, in my gut. Oh, yeah. matey, matey, matey. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. And I was absolutely mortified, you know. And I had to say, look, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to get off. Oh. And so I had to go and sort of do the walk of shame. Oh. Left my little youngest Max, who's um, what is he, eight, on on there on his own. And then watched him go backwards and forwards on this thing that he loves with a face like he'd just been told he had a week to live. Oh. Um, right, we, we laughed there a little bit. And actually, I feel a bit bad for laughing because that's in, it's, no, it's it a was, slight body know, shaming it, thing. How did, how did the, genuinely, how did that make you feel? Appalling. Yeah, Awful. I bet it did. I bet it did. I've ever had, and I had to really pull myself out of it to try and make the rest of the day fun. Yeah, I'm sorry I laughed. That was a bit mean. I didn't no, 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 not at all. It is funny. It is funny. Well, but, no, it is a bit mean to have laughed. 
Um, yeah, I bet it did. I bet it did. Um, are you going to do anything? Are you going to try and lose some weight? Is the question I'm yeah, skirting right now, around. Yeah, right now, as of yesterday, you know, got back. Kids, kids had left a load of crisps and stuff that they have when they're with me over the weekend. They all went straight in the bin. So there's no temptation from them. Yeah. Um, completely cutting out all alcohol uh, from now on because um, you know, I normally have a couple of glasses of wine of an evening. Yeah. Uh, which is an improvement from where I was a while ago. Um, uh, but that's going to go straight in the bin and exercising more. Because I've realised that I've kind of, I think I've kind of taken a view that uh, I don't care if I die um, sort of recently because of just uh, the depression, which I've, I've been to see the yeah. doctor about and I'm, I'm getting back on top of that. Right. And so I think it's all been a combination. But that Sunday thing, that just look on my on poor little Max's face. Matt, listen, I have to be slightly cold and, and, and move on just because, because Grandpa yeah. Ross has come in and he can't work oh, out how to use, he can't work out how to use the studio. He sat there trying to get the microphone. <laughs> Although I have to say, I've been to Gulliver's Land. I took my daughters there years ago. They loved it. Really? Yeah, yeah Matlock's a beautiful part of the world. Matlock's lovely. Matt, give us a call tomorrow and we'll have a proper chat, man. But, but, um, right. I feel for you, brother. Thanks, man. Have so, a good uh, rest of the night. Thank you very much indeed. We've only got a minute. What left a lovely call. Yeah, then it's your responsibility. On the show today, then. Yes. A Harry Potter-style cloak of invisibility that actually works. Oh, we, we mentioned this yesterday. Yep. This is incredible. May not work for human beings yet, but we're going to have oh. to unpick that one. And also the American Cheese Mountain, which weighs 650 million kilograms. Let me at it. <laughs> Let me at it. So man. all that and more on the show. Also, we're covering things up Wimbledon and the usual old tosh politics yes. and football. So a yes. bit of that, but a bit of oh. everything on the show today. All right. For, thank you, Paul. Paul will be on at one. We've got a minute left. Andre, you've got a minute. It's yours. For me? Yes. Are you Andre? Right, yeah, listen, song. Okay. You've got a minute. Yeah, here it goes. Okay. Nice and sleazy, yeah? Okay. Let's get some music. You've got 40 seconds. All right. in. Here it goes. We use our hand for guidance, like the children of a preacher, like a dry tree seeking water, or a daughter. Nice and sleazy, nice and sleazy does it. Face of Brunel, oh, Jean Jack, he's pensional. Do it. Nice and sleazy, nice and sleazy, does it, does it, does it every time. Have I got time for a bit more? Sleazy, nice and sleazy, does it, does it, does it every time.